What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. All right, look out. It's only me. It's only the uh, Kimmer. The new Kimmer, the happy, non-grumpy Kimmer, here on the old uh, Kimmer Show podcast with, with, what's that, with Pete Davis, <laughs> <laughs> producer, sidekick, <laughs> grouch detector, and sports rack on tour extraordinaire. When's the Holy Crap at Sports, I'm guessing tomorrow? Tomorrow. And you did one yesterday. Uh, I yes, I've done two already this week, back on a kind of a regular schedule. Okay, right all right. It's Holy Crap at Sports is the uh, best podcast in a sports cast. And the mechanical angler flounder at the controls. Uh, yeah, we're at uh, El Condo Florida with uh, Lucas the Podcat. I don't know where he's somewhere around here. He's walking around. We have a thousand and five people. Well, we need more. Uh, if you could do this, go to thekimmershow.net. And if you look for the YouTube Rippity Bippity, click the Rippity Bippity, and then where it says subscribe, hit the subscribe, and then you're done. No money, it's free. You don't have to do anything else. It won't bother you. It just, it just <laughs> clicks on numbers of people, and it, they may actually lead to us being able to keep doing this uh, ridiculous podcast. <clears throat> well, uh, anyway, um, and uh, well, sorry, we got, we got thank yous, we got stuff. Let me just uh, uh, give you kind of a quick rundown. Um, the Home Search, uh, Kroger Experience, looking for cereal. Uh, thank you letters, a little Venmo, such and rub. We also, of course, have the uh, I can't the LSU co-ed drunken kill story. Honest, the guy with da- with two daughters. And well, anyway, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. Also, uh, Milfilan TV stuff. Uh, Swalwell uh, <laughs> says they're trying to kill him. Swalwell actually accuses the Speaker of the House of trying to have him assassinated. Swear to God, they're insane. <laughs> I mean, um, anyway, we'll, we'll, so we'll talk liberal politics, woke Disney, uh, racist Hollywood. Uh, Pete's got some elevator uh, doodad stories, a movie you can cry to. Uh, you're going to hear why a robot AI device has passed the test to be a doctor. Pass the medical exam. I'm going to give you a story where AI fails. Even better. Um, also, um, the uh, um, we, uh, oh, oh, and a happy story. We'll, we'll do a couple of history things, uh, and then we'll do a happy story of a little doggy who has a home. And, and it's just we'll do some stuff. Um, first of all, let us uh, begin the actual program here on Happy Day. Yes. Eddie yeah. has a question. Alrighty, my God, man. I haven't even offended anybody yet. The non-grumpy Kimmer. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> How long will it last? Hey, how about eat me? How about that? And Cindy replied, <laughs> I bet five minutes. Well, see, there you go. Well, all right. Well, let's let's see, start with it. Let me start with a quick thing. Let's do it. First of all, 
I'm <laughs> going to. she said. Nope, I'm going <laughs> to. Just give me one quick thing. And by the way, I, I can't help. If you're if you're married and you love your wife and she and, and you know whatever she may not be as you know whatever as you are, but if you love your wife when you're on vacation, uh, I promise you the greatest thing in the world is you get you 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 fly down to Cancun or whatever it was or Costa Rica someplace. If you want to die. Yeah. Well, not anymore. You don't go there. I'll never no. go to Mexico again. No. In fact, they've even put an alert out for Cancun. Would you see what literally they went into the resort? They went to a third level walkway that was open, exposed that yeah. everyone could see yeah. and killed somebody. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. It's, uh, and I remember the time uh, with my final wife, and we would, we would fly to, to uh, Cancun, I mean, a couple times a year, and usually in the summertime when nobody's there because it's too hot. Yeah. And you get a, you know, a $600 a night hotel room for $200 on the beach. Yeah. Great stuff. And you, we, we would take buses into town. Uh, we'd rent a car and drive into the Sunset Beach over the side, over the mountains. We did it. It was unbelievable. Never thought for a minute about nope. being in danger. Not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, anyway, now, what the hell was I talking about Cancun? Well, doing something with your wife somewhere. Oh, oh, oh. so when you when you're flying, okay, you're on your trip, you're all excited, you're you're flying in the plane, you get to the thing, you go through customs, you get in the cab, you get to your hotel, you finally get to the hotel, you throw her on the bed and make love to her like she's never gonna forget it. The first thing you do, and now you're ready for your vacation. She's all hot and sweaty, wants to take a shower. Exactly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I wasn't grumpy. No, you yeah, weren't. All right. Now, <laughs> uh, a couple quick thank yous here. Um, let's you know, see. We should put you on Prozac or something. What's oh, that's what other? I need is drugs. Xanax. <laughs> the ones that make you feel good all the time. <laughs> I need something. In fact, I thought about, well, remind me. I, I, in fact, I, remind me to do an OnlyFans uh, possible, possibility thing. I have an OnlyFans story. Do we have the same story? I'll bet it's the same one, but I was just going to refer to it. I, uh, you okay. can do it. No, you no, should do it. It's probably two different. Uh, the teacher? No. Oh, well, we got no. two then. Well, I, I have just a mini. Anyway, whatever. Um, a quick thank you. Again, if you want to help us out, you can you can go to the Kimmer Show, uh, Kimmer Media post office box. First of all, Venmo. And uh, Venmo is very easy. You put your phone up there, hold the camera thing to it. It'll click on, then you can, it'll tell you what to do. Uh, our our uh, very good friend, Denise. Uh, uh, sent us another wonderful donation. Fernando, uh, Mark, um, Wade, uh, said, Wade paid us money. He says, uh, for, he says, Rainy Day Theater or Johnny Midnight. Let's hear your talented-minded work over birthdays of people we all hate. <laughs> Greg, well, Greg sent us our latest Venmo this morning, and he paid. He, he sent us a, 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 a number divisible by three and a big number, by yes, the way. Thank you. And he says, because it's cheaper than eggs. <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> have you seen all the memes of, you know, a, a, a guy broke an egg in his kitchen and he's calling the insurance company they'll be there in a week you know <laughs> to analyze how much it yeah, costs you claim adjuster showing up <laughs> yeah I mean, it's a, you know oh he went to Kroger you know with a negative I mean it's just and it's it's perfect because it's I, I wouldn't you know I was in the store the other day looking at those cereal things eight dollars seven eight dollars for a carton of eggs I know what, wasn't it like a buck eighty okay. or something? If this was Trump, it'd be every story every night. Why aren't you doing something yeah. about Look this? Look at these prices, ladies and gentlemen. This is Trump's fault. Yes, exactly. Instead, there instead you don't uh, hear a word about uh, it on the no, news. President Stupid on the at the opposite is is dressing people today, saying how the economy is rebounding and doing great. As we speak, he's addressing people today with his economic message of how wonderful we are here in America. Thank God we have Democratic leadership. I swear I'm not making that well, up. He, he calls Republicans uh, uh, decrepit investors or something. I mean, just mentally deficient investment people. Anyway, um, I have no idea what he's talking about there. I don't know. Uh, 
Well, we have good audio of him later about how he still can't remember anything. Oh, yeah. Is that the name thing with this? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Yeah, here we go again. Do it now, if you want. Well, uh, 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 you'll probably get into newsy stuff in a little bit. Two minutes. Yeah, yeah, and take I gotta, I'm on the non-grumpy trail. I want to continue. Yes. Scotty says uh, he prefers the grumpy. Well, you might get your wish, Scotty. Uh, first of all, a couple, tuned, of, a, a couple of thank yous from our buddy uh, Michael in Sharpsburg. Uh, says, uh, da, 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 I hope all goes well. Please continue, and God bless. Rick, uh, greatly enjoyed the podcat jumping on Kimmer's desk during the podcast, which is, I think is pretty cool, too. Um, also, we got a very nice note here. Uh, was that, uh, that was from Michael. Uh, and a very nice note from our hot babe, uh, Double Y, Cindy. Double Y, not Y, it's a double Y. Uh, yeah, for a uh, second Two there, Ys, but two Ys. Y. Uh, the two Ys, Cindy. Uh, she's two Ys for her own good. That's, what, that's even better. I uh, want to share the happiness of the birth of January 10th of my fifth grandchild, a beautiful girl named Amaya. Stay healthy. She's a future Kimmer babe. <laughs> How cool is that? We have the best pe- We have the best listeners. Yep. And she attacks me all the time. But again, you know, she's saving the granddaughter for the Kimmer babe. So there you are. Um, uh, and, oh, and one more. A couple of quick updates. And I know you don't want to hear this, and I can understand that, and it's into that, that, However, um, remember the other day we were talking about how I got a bill in the mail from a company called uh, C- CFS, and I showed I showed the piece of paper, put it on the internet, and it, and it's an official-looking document, and it says uh, safety manual, order form, workplace safety, government requires every company to that that our podcast da 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 uh, send us money, we'll send you a thing, and I, and and I did it once last year by mistake, and then I, I got I get a bunch of them again and I thought this was a fake well I got it there's another one there's a new one I put this on the internet I eventually took it off uh, and it's now it's a company called CPS instead of CFS and instead of $170 for your uh, yearly assistance they want $295 for it's the it's the two it's the, it's the same fraud people and again the problem is they're not lying they're saying we are not in teeny print we are not a government agency but then it says you're required to have these forms you have to do it now and we're doing it every month da, 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 da. so it looks like you better put this in with your money is there a phone number oh uh, i don't know if there's a phone number but there Please is a you well i'll show you number. here's here's the address and and what i did uh no oh yeah that's uh, for further assistance i'm not calling it but there's a number you want to call it uh and, and by the way i went to our I got. A, I remember last week. I got. We got a message from our Norris Legal Company, which which is, represents the podcast, and so and, and so I, I got back in touch with a girl at the, at the uh, law firm, and she said, "Oh my God, we didn't know there was a second one." So I so I videoed that and sent that to her too, and they're going to try to crack down on it. The problem is, there's a little teeny line that says we are not a government agency, and it doesn't say if you don't do this, you're in trouble. It just says you need to do this. And of course, you're, you can just say, we have a safety plan. Okay, we've just covered our safety plan. But again, it, uh, a scan. And, and by the way, I got people telling me, um, let's see, the fake agency, um, uh, CFS. James said, Kimmer, companies are posing as collectors are working overtime. I just went 15 rounds with Stallings Financial Group. No proof I owed them anything. Uh, so mad I could chew barbed wire. Scott says, I get that crap all the time. Hard to tell what's real. That was a problem. Uh, and Bud says, death to scammers. Uh, yes. But no, nor, yeah, honestly, God, I wish I could. I, in fact, I sent a, a note to Norris Legal, Norris Legal and saying, how can I hurt them? Can I go get them? Can I, you know, uh, attack them? I suppose arson's out of the question. Uh, anyway, so that's, I mean, but <laughs> nothing again, is out of the question. And, they're, and, they're, and you know they're making a fortune. They got me. I know. 
because, you know, what do I know about running a business? I get a form in the mail and says, oh, my God, I have to do this. It's $170. I'll send it in. It was last year. That, anything bad that happens to these people, they deserve. I, absolutely. I, you know, they're taking your money. They're taking our money. Yeah. That, that was our money. Yeah. And you we're not having, we don't have any anyway. So, you know, we're, we're, we're making less than minimum wage by a Hand mile. Me the, give me the credit card. <laughs> <laughs> you dumbass. All right, now. Um, Kimmer giving away our money. <laughs> yes. Brought to you by Atlanta Custom Closets. Enough <laughs> to put in a closet. Closetpro.net, 404-255-0589. That's 404-255-0589. Or go to closetpro.net. The ladies love closets. Atlanta yes, Custom do. Closets. I love closets. Who doesn't like a good walk-in closet? Happy wife, happy life. This is true. And, and again, it sounds like chauvinistic thing, but I guarantee you it works and she'll love it. Somebody Absolutely posted it. a video. They got inside Kenny Rogers mansion, which ah. is, it looks like it's abandoned. Over in Athens, wherever it was, somewhere, or somewhere over there. And he's walking and he's walking through the ladies, the Kenny's wife's closet. Yeah. It was like walking through it's this. It's like room. a home, yeah. It's, it's, bigger, it's bigger than this apartment. I'll bet, yeah. I'm not in his room after room after room after room after yeah. room. Well, we, when we build our house, uh, my final wife and I, uh, I told her, I'm like an idiot, you can do anything you want. Uh, so she did. Uh, and they have, like, talk about closets. Holy crap, a Rooney. I mean, phew. but anyway, whatever, you make her happy. Someone was <laughs> making. Unfortunately, you know, the thing about my happy wife, happy. No, that's not that, that's horseshit. Um, okay, one more thing here with me. Uh, We're going to talk about well, Pete. What's the matter? Brian, yeah. here, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. In fact, I can prove just the opposite. This morning on the way here, I, I, I didn't have any money. I needed 20, 30, whatever it was, money in my pocket to happen to go through the week. <coughs> so I stopped at, and I wanted to put a deposit for our, a couple of uh, donations in the bank. So first I went to the drive-thru, and there are two drive-thru aisles, okay? Drive-thru from your car yes, at sir. the thing. Okay, so I went to the one on the left. Both, they were both empty, so I just went to one on the left, and it said, out of service. Oh, great. Now, you know, you're not, they don't even have drive-through to go do your banking. Yes. Now they don't even have the ATM drive-through. So, so I said, well, what the hell? Uh, maybe the other one works. I didn't know. So, well, I, I thought instead of driving, you know, just leaving, going somewhere else, I said, hell, I'll back up and go to the other one. So I back up, and as I'm backing up, and I start to turn to go into the right-hand one, uh -huh, uh -huh. a guy cuts me off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And goes into the line. Yeah. And, of course, it's open. Of course. Yeah. So I got out of my car. And I went up to the uh, gentleman's window and I said, hi, uh, I just wanted to tell you how happy I am that I could be of service to you to make you feel better about taking advantage of an opportunity that mo most of us really would not be able to take advantage of because we'd be a little too, oh, I don't know, guilty about offending someone, to cutting them off to try to get something for your own benefit instead of someone else's, you know, a, a courtesy thing. But I'm so glad that obviously you're going to have a happier day because you got me and therefore you can go around saying, I'm better than that guy, I'm better than that guy. So. I wanted to salute you and thank you uh, for allowing me to give you the opportunity to have you feel better. I mean, I, if that isn't giving, I mean, what the hell? My father was a giver. He would be so proud of this attitude. Uh, anyway, all right. Enough about me. I don't want to. Let's not talk about me. Listeners, I'm going to quote a line from the movie The Hobbit when they let the dragon loose to kill everybody. Oh, hmm. My God, what, what have we done? <laughs> Unveil the Kraken! I don't even know. Uh, but, first Release. Pete, but first, Pete Davis. Home searching. How are we doing? Oh, my God. 
Okay, I had found this great home up there off Bell's Ferry. God, it was be- it was a perfect neighborhood. It was like That's leave way it to up Beaver. Seventy-five, right? Leave it to Beaver neighborhood. Just everyone immaculately. It was just perfect. And they said, okay, well, uh, it's not really available until February eighth, so you have to wait to watch <laughs> it on February eighth. Yeah, yeah. And then forty minutes later, yeah. it said, uh, oh, it's no longer for rent. Which means the real estate person had a family member or somebody who liked it, and they just let them do it. Oh, man. So, so that's that kind of throw. Now, the only thing about thing. 75, maybe the worst of the Oh, of I'm not going to use 75. State. I'm not going anywhere near okay. 75. I'm, just, I'm going uh, the other way. Again, I'm going I'm north. Just, that was my, my media reaction. Well, when you have to come down here or, down, or whatever. No, I'm never coming okay. down here. Well, that's, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, yeah, we're not going to. This isn't going to work, so why would we'll be coming here anymore anyway? So I'm going to see the cat, you know. How's Lucas doing? I don't know. Uh, anyway. So anyway, yeah. So I came down two days ago, because I met the State Farm lady. Wonderful uh, for woman. your uh, damage to the water damage at your apartment, Took which is why weeks. you're looking for a house. Three yeah. weeks to get there to right. look at it. Right. We we walk. You've been living in. with your sister for those who haven't caught up. Okay. Yes. Yes. We get in there. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Help. Well, I'm just you know people <laughs> know. don't know what you're, you're talking about. You're filling in the blanks. Well, people don't know what you're okay. talking. Why are you looking for we a have house? the same fifty people every day. I'm so just saying. Exactly. There are more than okay. fifty people listening. All right. Stop fighting. Oh my God. All right. So anyway, <laughs> so I walk in with the adjuster. There yeah. are five hundred Mexicans in my former apartment, all working feverishly. Yeah. They've torn. They do that. It's gone. The apartment is gutted, gone. Nothing's in there. And it was like, Because of mold and mildew, they oh, can't yeah. leave it in the walls. They destroyed everything. And the lady's going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, do you need to see the storage unit? She goes, not really. I said, well, we're walking by. Just stick your head in there. So we went in there. I had left a pile of cardboard boxes and crap that I was planning on going back and, and cleaning up. They had cleaned it all up. They had taken Oh, so up. she said, well, there's no damage here. No, no, no. She <laughs> went in there. There's mold everywhere, all up and down the wall. That's deadly. And she It'll just looked at it, and, and she took photos when she didn't have to, and then she looked at me and goes, I don't think there's going to be much of a problem <laughs> with your claim. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. No. So then I go, well, I'm down here. I go get my prescription. It says my Kroger. It no. says all your prescriptions are ready, there. all three, whatever. There you are. So I go there, and the guy says, you only got one. I go, uh, only got one? He goes, yeah, yeah, there's only one here. I said, okay, fine. I get it. 40 minutes later, I'm almost back to Canton. Yeah, guess Ding, what? The phone goes off. Your prescription's ready. You know, you can have them transfer it to any Kroger. Well, the problem is I don't know where I'm living, so if you transfer it more than once, they're going to lose them all. You, you're oh, transferring Jesus. once, yeah, you they know, lose yeah, I guess probably. So anyway, so I drive back today, two days later, and I go up to the counter. And I said, yeah, I got all things. And he goes, you don't have any, you don't have any prescriptions ready. I said, well, why did I get this? He goes, oh, well, the system's not perfect. It was probably a glitch. They were probably <laughs> just giving you the warning. So they gave me the warning for the la- the one I'd already picked up. Yeah, yeah. So I, I go, you're, you're lucky I didn't drive all the way down here for that because I had to get my key. I had to turn my keys in, so I had to yeah. go in there. And I got to say, uh, so far, the arches at Glen Ridge, which was where I was staying, have been nothing but princes about this. Really? I mean, they've terminated the lease. They're getting me a refund on the water. They they did a lot of stuff. They went extra. Good. They let me keep the storage thing, and I don't even think they're going to charge me for that next month. Wow. And uh, they so I got to say, they while they can't handle freezing temperatures very yeah, well no, they've been pipes. as a management company yeah. they've been amazing since it's happened yeah well that's good well since i'm that wondering guy, if they've had to deal with this a lot considering like you were saying it's a hundred year storm or whatever or for the insurance company so i'm sure they want to make a lot of people i do believe they were people negligent and not making sure all the water was turned on so they, they trusted everybody, and they didn't go around. I don't think they were there over the Christmas weekend, yeah. and that's why the water broke and just went for three hours because there was nobody there. So I think that was a little negligent. Mm. But since then, 
they've been nice. Now, whether we still have problems in the future, <clears throat> we'll know about yeah. that. Their state farm gives me trouble, which they shouldn't. But yeah. Well, so the search goes on for a. a search you're goes for a, on. You need a house and a, and a east covered oh, parking or a garage. I found a townhouse. Yeah. Off Hembry Road, up in Alpharetta. Yeah, that's where I live. Yep, right up there on the other side of Ameris amphitheater and i go over there i was going to meet a woman i said well i'm early i'll just go over there and look at it before she shows up okay there's one entrance to get into behind the building to park yeah. in the two-car garage right okay there was a pothole so large <laughs> i couldn't get my car through it and i'm thinking all oh right my god they're showing this to people and there's a hole so big you can't get your car unless if you had a truck you could get through my car's not going through that your car wouldn't oh go through oh my god it. so i'm going nah. did you tell her hey look you know i'd like no, to see no i just it. canceled the thing i said yeah if you guys can't figure that out that's your problem so, oh my god yeah uh, did, did it say what the what the cost was i'm just curious said bringing a somebody's town it was like 1800 bucks Wow, that's not bad for but those. It was a huge. Oh, they're huge big. I mean, town. that's where I live. I, I live 500 yards from, from where you're talking about. I th I'm over the hill, going down Through like Encore Parkway or whatever. And that, yeah, I know where that is. Yeah. Um, this is why I went on the other side. And I, t I really like the. You know, I've, I've lived in a I've lived in obviously houses and apartments and townhouses, and I like the townhouse better than the apartments because there's nobody above or below you. Um, and next, and I can't. I haven't heard a thing from my neighbors in ten years almost. So I've been, it's really well built. So anyway, so take your lights down. You well, yeah, they complain about it. Yeah, HOAs are a bunch of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. A couple of things. Anyway, we have newsy things. You want to do a couple more uh, things sure. here? Um, um, uh, just a, a quick thank you. I, we got a letter from a guy named Chuck S., his last name. Uh, and he said, he, out of the blue, he said he was searching and he used the words, we suck and blither. He was doing a search of something other than used the phrase, we suck and blither. And when he hit the word blither, my name popped up. Yeah. Um, from when I used to use the phrase, we suck and blither back when I was on the radio. <laughs> and, I said, and he said, oh, my God. He said, I can't believe it. He said, I didn't know you were still around. You're doing a podcast. He said, that's great. Now we're going to start listening and donating and everything else in Oregon. And he's, yeah, Oregon. he's in Oregon. And so anyway, thank you, yeah, Chuck. Yeah, the first, I mean, like, uh, when you Google we suck and blither, there's some videos, but the first one is Kim Peterson. Wikipedia. I'll, be That's amazing. I'll be damned. Speaking of WSB, do you see their ratings? Or, yeah, they're or, sucking or, gone. Or I mean, I, again, this is amazing. How? Well, when I, listen, yeah. well, I mean, the, I'll tell you the difference. It, they, t they, they, they go down the middle. They take no. Well, if they're, you know, 
It's not entertaining. Well, is it, I don't know. We want to talk it's about the history. It's not informative. It's not entertaining. No, it's none of them. That. Everyone no. does. They they get ratings because of their signal. That. Yeah, they they've been the state. When I came here in 1972, worked at WSB, they had a 50 share. I mean, yeah. everybody. Period. Yeah. Listen to yeah, was, you know. Anyway, so whatever. But yeah, but they've lost everything because they've lost their uh, sense of direction, and they're too cowardly to have people go on the air well, to say things that'll make people uh, you know think about I it. I think that's going to change since our old boss Ken Charles is there. He's probably going to make some moves. Well. He knows we're available, and I haven't had well, a phone call of you. Yeah, we haven't got the phone yeah. call. Well, he's not going to hire you. He's a good guy, but maybe. He's a good you know, guy, but he's not going to hire me. Got, it's, I, I well, guarantee they're not going to hire us over there because you. Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, more happy uh, reactions, yes, more yes, happy yes. talk things here quickly. Um, as you know, I've had some issues with my uh, ear rockets. Okay. Uh, so, once again, I spent my off time yesterday uh, at the doctor's office. <laughs> like I, I love having a day off and spending it every week in the doctor's office, which is good because I'm happy happy and they like me and we all have fun so it's kind of a happy experience uh so dr carly who's this very uh, sweet lady doctor um goes on the computer she does all the things got everything i said go <laughs> and um and so they and everything's working we i got it i had to download a new uh app through the computer to wherever she was talking to on the phone with the computer uh but everything works and by the way just a, a consumer tip if you're getting uh, uh hearing aids and you have a choice I'm suggesting not to get the brand Signia. Bye-bye, Lucas. You've been bad. Um, uh, the brand Signia is one that I had nothing but trouble with. Yes, and, and the doctor says she doesn't normally recommend these, but Humana gave me no choice. They assigned me this, this brand. So for the record, and again, I happily say this to you to give you an option. If you have a choice against Signia, that, they, their one's been giving me nothing but trouble. But now she adjusted the tone and the quality and everything, and, and it's, it's much better than it was. Um, also... Oh, and I also got a message on my iPhone, and it says, uh, ready for an update. Uh, just leave your phone plugged in when you go to bed tonight. Mm -hmm. Well, you know those. You get, I assume you get I, those, I too? I got it. Though. Now, when, when you get that notice, do you always do it? Yes. You always get the update? Because uh, most of the time, they'll do it for you if you don't after a while. <laughs> well, I, now, in, in the past, I've always done it. And then the last couple of times, uh, the last the last time I did it, they changed so many things that I, it was hard finding stuff. I really got, you know. This so, one, I didn't notice any difference. Well, I, <laughs> boy, I did. So I did the update. <laughs> no, no. It's a happy, happy update. A very happy, happy update. Uh, first of all, in fact, let me, I'll just show you on my, all of a sudden now, I did the update, all of a sudden now I have what's called Game Changer by Dick Sporting Goods. Create account, oh. sign in, or explore scorekeeping. What the hell is that? I've got something called Freeform, which lets me draw doodles and everything. It's pretty I, I cool. I didn't ask for that. Yeah, and, well, and zip it, zap it, get rid of it. How do you how do you do that? You I don't just know how you delete get rid it. of it. You just delete it. Go back. To, yeah, right. hold your finger on it. All right. Now keep now I'll tell you right oh, there. Delete. App. Oh, okay. Oh, I got Re delete app. Oh, I didn't know that. It's gone. Delete. I'll be damned. Also, they gave me a new one called um, where the hell is it? That freeform's pretty fun. Uh, pages. No, no, pages uh, is what I use to write my books. It's like Word. It says no recent documents open yeah. will appear here. It's but, like Microsoft Word. If you want to write something, a book, a pamphlet, or a, a story. But I hit the search line. What is that no, supposed to do? Bring no. up my old things if I had any in there? If you had any in there, yeah. I that's, how, that's how I, I write on it. Okay. So. Well, I'm not, obviously don't use that. Yeah. But anyways, all right, so I got that. And I also got uh, uh, iTunes, a new iTunes thing. And I also got a uh, some kind of an exercise app. I, I don't know 
steroids came from wow. uh, to keep track of extra yeah. fitness. Fitness. It's a big beauty. Oh thing. yeah. So your activity. Learn about fitness. Share with others. That's, wanna, that's <laughs> pretty good. It counts your steps for you and all kinds of stuff. Well, yeah. anyway, but again, where did this all come from? And, and now the other because thing because you got. I, I assume you either got a new phone or did an update. 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 It was yeah, an update. So a lot yeah. of times when you get updates, it puts updated free apps that are more helpful and informative I like pages you, you can take That's notes and stuff yeah. like that so it's just updated apps yeah. but but again i you know i just did it and now i've got all this <laughs> all this stuff on my silly phone right. um which is fine you know i'm yeah. very very happy about it the, the, a, a couple of things it all of us it changed the it, it changed the uh, the size of the letters uh, when I when I see the size of the of the of the time on the faceplate, that's well, like five times the size it used to be. Well, I don't know, know what happened. They know your age. <laughs> uh, Cindy says, "Kimmer, learn something new." <laughs> Brought to you by <laughs> FarmhousePrintingCo.com. There you are. Right here in Sonoya, Georgia, <laughs> they got custom shirts and hats and signs and promotional items. They do all the Kimmer Show and Holy Crap at Sports and Shannon Burke and everybody that's anybody. No minimum order, no setup fees. It means you could order one or one thousand. They got laser engraving. You Gonna bring your chicken down there and engrave your initials in it so no one steals your chickens right now. There you That's are. the place to go. Farmhouseprintingco.com. In fact, if you look at the podcast, uh, 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 Lucas' podcast blanket and the stuff we did for Christmas, uh, you can see the quality is remarkable. I still owe somebody a tumbler. I'm going to get it to you as soon as I find them. They're packed up. <laughs> oh, there you go. Anyway, um, let's see. Uh, we got a, a newsy thing. The LSU bar girl story is just driving me nuts. Also, you're going to hear some incredible sound bites of uh, McCarthy, uh, Kevin McCarthy, and uh, Swalwell, and Biden, and a couple of historical names of sleaziness from the past. We got all that sound bite coming up here. A uh, quick thing. I put a video the other day. It was at the store. Remember we talked about how I never eat cereal. I mean, I think as a little kid, I yes. never my mother would a family of seven and she would make breakfast with with scrambled eggs or eggs over the way you wanted them and farina and oatmeal and i mean just it was incredible never had cereal uh, i mean i've had it but i wasn't you know routine so the other day i'm at the store and i said you know what i i, I used to I remember like 40 years ago once in a while i would have a snack of a bowl of cereal a little sugar in it and you know something sugary and just kind of a sweet thing you know better than a candy bar but it still was kind of a little a small snack with some milk and you know everything was happy well, I said, maybe I, that might be fun. Uh, so I went to the store and took the video. Holy mackerel. I mean, I don't normally shop for cereal, so I kind of had forgotten what's going on. I, I mean, there must, have been, there must have been 20 different kinds of Cheerios. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, there was strawberry shortcake flakes. <laughs> I swear to God. I mean, I, I've seen the strawberry uh, mini wheats, which I like. I've had those in, you know, 20 years, years ago. But they had strawberry shortcake flakes. They have chocolate peanut butter Cheerios. <laughs> I, I mean, it was a damn It's <laughs> a damnedest thing I ever saw. <clears throat> And I got one note uh, from one guy uh, who said, Kim, I was kind of disappointed because I didn't see your hidden Easter egg in the video at the supermarket. You actually have some kind of yeah, gun I, don't think you should, I said, yeah. I wasn't going to whip it out at a grocery store. Too many people around him. Or the gun. The gun. <laughs> or the gun. Or, or the gun. So you know what I had for breakfast? What would you have for breakfast? My future brother-in-law is a hell of a cook. He's, oh. he's an army his whole life, special forces and all that, and has learned to cook. He made, it's, I can be, uh, it's a breakfast cobbler. It literally was, there's eggs, French toast, uh, pastry filling, and... In one thing? And, and on top of it were berries, all a bunch of berries. And you dig in, it's like a cobbler, but it tastes like you're eating breakfast. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't think I understand. It's like a, cobbler, like a breakfast cobbler. And those cobbler. scrambled eggs? 
Yeah, the eggs are mixed in, and it's French toast and everything like that, but it's kind of like a I don't see, I guess I don't see what but that But oh my God, and, and he puts maple syrup on it, and it was unbelievable. Was it baked, so it's uh, hearty, yeah, it's or is it sloppery? Baked. Like, hey, baked. Baked. So it's both. It's yeah. hard on the outside and, and soft on the inside. Well, Unbelievable. I think we should pay him some money to have him make some and have you bring I'm some to our next I'm podcast. gaining weight. Last night, his, <laughs> sister, his sister-in-law came over and made us Swedish meatballs. Oh, Which God. I hadn't had in right, years. I'm paying two things. I'm paying for your brother's uh, army <laughs> cooked uh, <laughs> uh, 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 bake thing. Breakfast. And I'm paying even more for Swedish meatballs. Oh, my God. I they swear were to good. God. <laughs> oh, my God. They were good. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to the freaking store and buy those frozen <laughs> Swedish meatballs, you know, from bird's eye or so whatever the hell <laughs> I love Swedish if I'm at a party and they have Swedish meatballs that's where you're going to find me <laughs> I will make my way back to the <laughs> when they reload the bucket of Swedish meatballs no, 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 no. I'm circling no, no. the table <laughs> honey I'll be over there <laughs> I swear to God <laughs> so those are the two things next oh, time they would I'll pay him I'll pay him we'll pay him Kimmer Media money uh <laughs> Uh, one more happy event, a, a, a cute story, because I'm, I'm, how am I doing on the non-grumpy? I mean, it's a whole nother, oh, okay, what uh, do we got? Rocco says, yeah. uh, whatever you were talking about, it's called stoner cereal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> get me a snack. What's, what do we have? <laughs> I've never been a, st- well, anyway. Oh, by uh, the way, yeah. I m- had to move rooms because uh, his mother's going to come down and visit. So I, we're going to let her have the room I was staying in because she can let her dog out of the door there. So I moved to another room, which is on the other side of the house. Yeah. So nice. I walk in up and down. The dog follows me all the way down to one room, waits for me, comes by. This went on for like nice. an hour. Nice, good, I love Just that. Just walked by. It's a big old lab following me back in the, the whole way. You know, getting your steps in. Yeah. Getting, I, you know. Tell my dog around is so cool. I'm yeah. And you, you get a morning, she jumps off the couch, she comes running up to you. She was looking out. Barry used to do wet, watch me out the window as I drove away. Yeah. She's watching me, you know, through the door, watching me drive well, away. Well, are you ready for another dog? Not yet. Yeah. It's kind of weird. That's what Lucas does when I leave. Like, he'll go out the window. The window and he, yeah. yeah, I'll bet. Yeah. Well, you're his guy. You're his one and only, you know, so I mean, that's that's good. So we show For now. Um, yesterday, <laughs> driving up to the, uh, uh, going to the stable, and, I, you know, there are four-way stops all over the place. So it, it actually happened, and I remember a comedy bit about this. So I got to the four-way stop, and there's a, we, a lady on the right in an SUV, and me, I was uh, driving straight. She was on my right. We both got there the pretty much exact same time, within maybe a thirteenth of a second. Okay. okay? So she's on the right. Even though I got there just a mm-hmm. split second. Okay, so I stopped, I waited, she stopped, and she waited. And I, and I said, no, you go. And she says, no, you go. And I said, no, you go. And she says, no, you go. And guys are going like this with you. I got to freaking go. So, so frankly, I did. But when I, when I did, I waved very calmly and nicely as a gentleman to thank her and to say, I'm glad that we were both calm and sweet and okay. happy about this. Okay. Okay, we've done a lot of personal stuff. It's right. time to do something topical. Okay, this story, uh, um, I know I have two daughters, and uh, this story about the uh, LSU co-ed and the uh, drinking and the bar and the ride and the people and the so forth, I mean, this story to me, uh, and I will also say this, I have, um, there have been two uh, uh, women close to me in my life, and one of my girlfriends, something like that, um, have been victims of rape. Mm. And in one of the cases, I offered to commit murder uh, to go kill the guy, because it was particularly heinous. 
and uh, she said, "No, no, that's okay, because it was a set of circumstances, and it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been a, a legitimate." justice revenge thing not that you can justify murdering a rapist on the other hand uh it almost came to that uh but but this is the story of a girl named madison brooks and there are there are things kind of still happening as a result of what happened to her but uh, she was at a bar called uh reggie's reggie's bar reggie's in baton rouge near uh, baton rouge near lsu about a mile away from the actual campus uh she was 19 and she was in the bar with men ages 17 to 28. And they were all drinking. They apparently had never met each other before they met at the bar. Uh, apparently, um, let's see, she was in the bar. And let me get to the thing here. They were described how the victims and the suspects had been drinking alcohol at the bar uh, called Reggie's a mile from the campus. Um, uh, the the uh, several guys are charged with third degree rape, which is considered a rape w- committed without the lawful consent. In other words, they didn't beat her up and rape her; they talked her into it, or she didn't. She was too drunk to uh, to acknowledge it. So clearly, that's 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 rape, but it's a third degree case of rape. Uh, the girl had an, a blood alcohol level four hundred times mm. the legal limit. It's almost 0.4. I mean, I like 3.8. Uh, barely alive, basically. Um, let's see. She uh, tested positive for marijuana. Uh, they were all drinking at the bar. Uh, one of the guys said uh, they were leaving the bar for the night when the victim, the girl, walked with them. Uh, she described Miss Brooks as very unstable on her feet, unable to keep her balance, unable to speak clearly without slurring her words. Uh, video shows her falling inside the bar, falling down. Uh, she said, or the guy said he saw Miss Brooks and another, and the 17-year-old one of the guys hugging and walking together, and she asked him for a ride home. Uh, the guy said uh, they asked where her friends were. She said, I don't know. I'm too drunk and don't know where my friends are. Uh, so the kid offered her a ride home and asked her where she lived. She told authorities, she, he told authorities she fell over and could not answer him. So they drove her to a nearby street where he parked the car. And then he heard the 17-year-old suspect um, ask her in the back seat five times if she wanted to have sex with him. And every time she said yes. The 17-year-old and the 19-year-old girl had sex in the back seat. Uh, Then another guy asked her numerous times if she wanted to have sex with him, too, and she said yes. Uh, So the guy got back in the front seat while sex acts were being performed with her in the back. Uh, Two of the guys didn't do anything, but they're charged because they didn't stop it. Uh, One guy, one of the teenagers, said at some point he told authorities, quote, we have to stop this. And so the guy named Washington and Brooks stopped having sex with her. Uh, the cops asked if she was too impaired to consent to sex, and he said, well, I guess so. Um, they asked her uh, where she lived, and she uh, was unable to tell them, so they took her into a nearby subdivision and dropped her off. The point where her, the guy's lawyers, uh, they've been arrested for rape, but the, the guy's lawyers are saying, wait a minute, it's not like they abandoned her in the middle of nowhere. They took her, to, they didn't know where she lived, she couldn't tell them, so they drove her to a lit uh, uh, residential area and dropped her off of the car. They didn't throw her out of the car, she got out of the car, they dropped her off, uh, and then at 2.50 in the morning, the girl got struck and killed by a car. Oy. Dead forever. Uh, The lawyer says this is a horrible tragedy, but it's not a crime. 
based on a disagreement, one of the guys, uh, and the lawyer quoted him saying, based on a disagreement, she got out of the car. She indicated she was getting an Uber. And the lawyer says, I want the public to know that these young men, or really the driver of the vehicle and the young men that were in there, did not put her off the side of the road. Uh, she was a member of the Alpha Phi sorority yeah, in L.A. Well, I mean, they, they, she said she was going to call an Uber, so they let her out at the subdivision to go get out and call an Uber. Uh, clearly, I, I'm not defending How her. How do we I'm know just that? Saying, Did well, she call an Uber? Do we know that? I don't know. I, I'm just. This is the story. I'm just telling uh, you the facts of uh, there being uh, that we think yeah. are facts being related to us. Uh, but clearly, um, uh, the driver who hit her has not been charged. Uh, he stopped immediately and called the police, and so he didn't do anything wrong. Uh, uh, let's see. A 17-year-old was not identified. An 18-year-old named Kayvon DeAndre uh, Washington was charged, along with uh, Deontay Lee and Kason well, Carver, 18. The bar has got to be charged with something. I well, the, the bar has serving underage. The bar has now been shut down. Yeah. The state of Louisiana issued an emergency suspension, um, and uh, the mostly underage drinkers were there. And you know they got caught. They were one of them was in his twenties. The rest of them were nineteen or uh, seventeen or eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. Um, and so they've shut down the bar. And you know that there's going to be action against the bar immediately, suspending the so service. The, and wh then what's the hullabaloo about this? And well, the, the hullab the hullabaloo is that these now these kids uh, have been kids. charged with rape yeah. or uh, not gang stopping rape. gang raping basically uh, and uh, they've been charged uh, I don't know that they've been charged with murder but they have been charged with rape but it's possible that they could extend this to a manslaughter yes. reckless homicide yeah. kind of a charge because yes. they, they could have taken murder her, but it's clearly they could have dropped her off at a firehouse at a, at a police a station police, uh, well not well, police wouldn't it, well I mean but again they say she's drunk and yeah Right, could have taken her to a, any open gas station or hospital or someplace like that. But and anyway, they knew what they were doing was wrong. Yeah. Now, so, uh, I mean, what and their okay. actions led to her death. I know. It's manslaughter. Uh, but again, the, uh, the, the the one thing right off the bat, she was 19, an LSU student, and I'm so. And I guess under, she had friends. Underage. If she had friends there, how could they let her go off with three or four strangers that they've never seen before? They, uh, secondly, where, where does a young, where does a teenage, you know, I, I'm telling you, this is all cell phones. I guarantee you, uh, every bizarre, freakish, horrible, tragic, um, outrageous thing that happens is because of some kind of communication with a cell phone, no, getting together, get, uh, or you know, feeling safe, or feeling. Mm. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't no, understand. It's, it's, where it's, do they, where does she feel that she's okay to be? What do the smart people tell you all the time? It's the company you keep. Okay, you lay down with dogs, you come up with fleas, as my mother always said. This happened to me a few years ago. I was at a, a, a birthday party at Wisteria Restaurant over there by Manuals. Yeah. The phone rings, and it's Atlanta police. And I said, yeah, and they go, do you know a certain so-and-so? It was an ex. And I go, yeah. <laughs> he goes, well, uh, she's passed out up here at the Righteous Room, and she's got two dogs here. And uh, everybody here says there were some friends here of hers, but they left her here. And when she was wow. basically when she passed out and so he goes, and you're the only person who's picked up. We've called 10 numbers and you're the only person who's picked up. So I said, all right, fine. I, I went up there and I took the dogs. I took the dogs home. Then I went back and basically had to spend the whole night mm. in the crazy ward yeah. at Grady because that's where you, they take you. If you yeah. pass out drunk in Atlanta, yeah. you go to the crazy ward because wow. they evaluate you yeah. and all that. And it's the friend. The friends knew the problem there. 
and left her there with her. two dogs and didn't give a shit. See, I, how could you leave somebody with their two dogs and she's paying? Uh, well, these are, the, the whole night she was she's abusing me, telling me, oh, you, you know, you're not my friend. I said, yeah, where, where are your friends? Right? Oh, when they get here, you know, you can leave when they get here. And when they got there, they didn't get there to the morning. And I said, that's fine. You want to be with them? Be with them. But they put you here. This is why wow. you spent the night here and you don't know where your dogs are. Jesus. I, yeah. it's, just, and so it's not always a cell phone. So it's the company you keep. Yeah. Those weren't her friends. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Have you ever uh, uh, tried to apply a girl with uh, more liquor than she was handling so that you could uh, make out with her or take advantage of her? You know, then, I, I'm trying to think we of times were in my life. I think we've both all drinking. We were both drinking. I, wa I wasn't sober and getting her drunk. We were both drinking yeah. and getting drunk. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've been at the stage. I actually, I'm, I was thinking about this this morning. Um, I don't, I've never deliberately tried to get a girl drunk or slip her Mickey or anything yeah. like that. Um, I've tried to, I've tried to verbally talk girls into, <laughs> I, there were two sisters <laughs> teenage, uh, when I was a teenager in prep school Rita. and, 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 and Rita. two sisters <laughs> and a blonde and a brunette. And, and, the, and, and uh, the, oh, I tried to talk one into taking revenge on her sister by making out uh, with me at the country good. club and it didn't quite You know work. why you don't do that? If you're sober, you're trying to get her drunk. The sex is hard. Horrible. Yeah, there's no fun to be a drunken way girl. If you're both drunk, it's well, fine. Then you don't, yeah. But yeah, I mean. But if I, you're I, sober and she's drunk, that's not fun. Yeah, yeah. I, and I and, and some I remember. I'm trying to remember if I ever really. I don't think I don't think I really could do it for one thing. Plus, it wouldn't be. I think you know when I've been with the girl who was drunker than I. And by the way, I, I'm, in fact, I, I can't believe this. My freshman year in college, and I invited a girl I used to know years ago from the neighborhood up for a spring party or something, and she came up, and, and we were drinking like crazy. And I was hoping she'd get drunk enough so I could have sex with her because I think I was still a virgin. But uh, yeah, I was. Let me think now. I was basically an, an official virgin, and I was and she was beautiful, yeah, about three years younger than I am from the neighborhood, um, and I was hoping that that would be the one until we got to the point where she said, "I think I'm going to throw up." <laughs> and oh, I ended yeah. that. No more kissing and hugging on that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure she probably did it because she said, "Just getting too weird." <laughs> she did it. Oh, what's the matter, Margie? I think I'm going to barf. <laughs> <laughs> yep, all better now. <laughs> no. <laughs> you okay there? Did you see something down there, Margie? No. <laughs> think I'm going to barf. <laughs> anyway, and, 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 and I, I, I'm trying. I haven't really. When's the last time you were falling down drunk? Have you ever been falling really just Not, out of here? I can't. First of all, I could handle liquor. I very few Not times me. in my life where I was uh, falling down drunk. But I remember exactly the last time I was drunk, and I drove drunk was Halloween night, 2011, and I, I. Prayed to God, I said, because I had to go through a police checkpoint there in North Highland. I said, if oh you boy. get me through this and get me home, I'll never drive drunk again. And that's the last time I've even been drunk. Do you remember when you rolled down the window? What did they? What the was baby like? just waved, waved through. Oh, they were looking man. for something, and it obviously uh, wasn't me. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, I've. <laughs> like, I remember the time I went through a police checkpoint, and he and, and he said, "Do you have fun?" I said, "No." He said, "Are you sure?" I said, oh, "Yes, sir, officer." <laughs> Thank God he didn't press the point. But seriously, um, I think the last time I was, I'm, I'm a bad drummer, I'm a terrible drinker, and I never drank. My, if I had a couple of beers, I get high, and if I have a Two mixed drinks, it's over. I mean, I don't. I'm. I'm not going to drive. You know, be good. But I think the. La I think the last time I was literally falling down drunk, where I was afraid to lay down because I knew I was going to barf and the room was spinning, was probably 40 years ago. Any at least. Yeah. I mean, I. I I'm a ter and I know I'm a terrible drinker, so I don't drink. If I go to dinner with, you know, I'll have a couple of drinks with a big dinner and I'm okay. But if I'm going to a party, I tend to sip. Uh, sip a thing. I don't. I walk well, do, around with do it. What they said. We talked about it before. The James Bond thing. 
basically he, he got his martini that way because the water would be at the top. Yeah. So it looked like he was drinking. He was right. drinking water. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Shaken, not stirred, or stirred, yeah, not shaken, shaken, not stirred. Shaken. Yeah. Um, anyway, okay. Now uh, we're going to talk. We're going to have a soundbite of Kevin McCarthy. Uh, we're also going to have a soundbite of uh, the uh, China banging uh, 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 spy uh, <laughs> congressman, and uh, President Stupid lost his way again. Here we go. Also, uh, a comedian with some jokes that were banned off of the internet. First of all, uh, boys, I have a surprise for you. I forgot to do this earlier. I have two surprises, actually. First of all, I, w- I was talking about the cereal. Remember some of the cereal? When I was there, the uh, cereal, I remember uh, uh, probably 10 years ago, I actually did buy a box of cereal. Maybe it was 20 years ago, a box of cereal, and it was called Raisin Brand's um, Nut flakes or something like that, and, and it had uh, sugar-coated raisins, and not plain raisins, but sugar-coated raisins, and some kind of crunchy, uh, sugary, crunchy things in it. Okay, yes. so I go to the, uh, and again, there's nine thousand uh, brands of cereal, and I thought I got what I was looking for. It's called uh, Raisin Brand Crunch Original, and it has the little uh, crunchy doodads in it, yeah. but I don't like it. So you, anybody want cereal? Do you want raisin? I, untouched by human hands, I did not touch it. Uh, but and I and I and I tried to roll down the cellophane in there, but whether it's and this was like two days ago, so it should be still. Should Why don't be you fresh. like it? Well, I mean, it's okay, but I don't like I don't really like raisins in my food. Um, but sugary coated raisins, I'll eat like crazy in, in cereal. But I, I just to me, it would just seem it's just seemed too kind of plain or. I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't you, delicious. You could have put it, sugar in it, huh? You could put sugar. I, I, well, believe me, I put a lot of sugar in it. Uh, <laughs> but it just wasn't. I just didn't like it. Uh, also, I have two left of the Christmas oh, fruit tree cake, so you can each have one. Oh, yeah. There, there's two of them in there. <coughs> and uh, and that. Anyway, here's your surprise for today. <coughs> now, <coughs> excuse me, Kimmer. Yeah. Where'd you go to school? Where'd you go to school? Uh, where'd college? You go, where'd, you, where'd you go to elementary school? Oh, I went to elementary school at Fayetteville Manlius Elementary School in Fayetteville, New York. Fayetteville, New York. Yeah. If anybody right now is listening to us in Fayetteville, New York. I know they're right. Cool. I, I can tell you right now, my, my official... Uh, uh, well, you go ahead first and I remember. Pull your kids out of that school. <laughs> Why? What is this? It's a Christmas tree. What is this? Christmas tree. What is that? Oh, there's three of them. Yeah. Oh, well, there you are. Have two. <laughs> I didn't open it. Well, I'm not good. <laughs> In fact, um, uh, they, they were having a reunion uh, of my old junior high school, which had to be 60 years ago. Good Lord. They're still alive. Well, think about it. I mean, hell, I'm 70. Oh, there's more than that. It had to be, uh, what's what's 13 from 40 to 50, 50, 59. And I just saw that's 65 years. Anyway, uh, having a, re- a reunion this past last fall um, of my junior high school class. And one of, the, uh, one of the girls who I went to school with in my neighborhood contacted me about it and reminded me that some of the people who are going to be there are a, a woman named Chris Nolan, who was my girlfriend in yeah. eighth grade. You do her? Uh, no, I kissed her. She let me kiss her. Um, but she and she had a girlfriend named Marion, who's who was the girlfriend of my best friend Billy yeah. at the time. And Marion was his blonde, kind of a husky blonde. And I remember one time at the movie theater. Again, we were in seventh grade or maybe eighth grade, seventh or eighth. Uh, we were in a movie theater together, and my girlfriend Chris. Um, we were talking about whether we had never felt up a girl or something. <laughs> I swear to God. And so Marion let me feel her up in the movie theater. My friend's girlfriend let me feel her up. Uh, over the clothes, obviously, in the movie theater for like eight seconds or something. <laughs> God, I can't believe it. And that, believe me, that was huge. That was like going all the way. I mean, no one had ever done anything like that before. So, <laughs> oh my God. 
Pretty weird, pretty weird. All right, hold on. We're gonna, uh, if you could get the soundbite for us of Speaker McCarthy, and it's a good couple of minutes long, but it's worth hearing because you'll never hear it anywhere else except maybe Fox News. First of all, um, uh, saluting our friends at SwapMyWhip.com. What a great idea this is. You're driving along. You see a car. Man, I've always wanted that uh, uh, Z22 or whatever the hell that Camaro was, whatever. If you go to SwapMyWhip.com, you may find like-minded car owners who have exactly that car or know someone who does who would be very happy to swap with you. And again, whip is a colloquial phrase for a whip and it's not for a ride. It's not just cars. It's obviously trucks and SUVs and uh, jet skis, boats, um, ATVs, off-road vehicles, go-karts. I mean, you know, stuff like that. And you make swapmywhip.com and you avoid the middleman, avoid uh, salespeople and dealerships, trading out that, that uh, vehicle, the whip you've got and find out that somebody's going to be very happy and so will you if you go and use the coupon code kimmer k-i-m-m-e-r it's 180 days of free premium listings on swapmywhip.com what a great idea and i I mean you never know try it check it out swapmywhip.com and thank you for your uh, patronage we're very very grateful um okay now uh, Flounder, uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy's doing what he said. He's uh, blocking uh, the, the, some of the slimy haters from their committees, much like the hateful Dems did. To, you know, the Democrats blocked Marjorie Taylor Greene from anything, from any committee. They, they blocked her from anything. So she had to go to the office every day and say, OK, what do you want to do now? I mean, literally, she was, you know, she studying stuff for her constituents, yeah. which is great. I mean, frankly, I think I'd be happy with that. Um, but again, instead of those Democrat bills, but again, they punished her from day one. And so now uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy saying, hey, we warned you, you know, you want to set the limit like this? Fine. And then he made it very clear why Adam Schiff for brains uh, should not be on the Intelligence Committee and a couple others is too. In fact, here's uh, Kevin McCarthy. It's a good couple of minutes long, but he said what he was going to do. And by God, he did it. Let, let me be very clear and respectful to you. You ask me a question. When I answer it, it's the answer to your question. You don't get to determine whether I answer your question or not, okay? In all respect. Thank you. No, no. Let's answer her question. You just raised a question. I'm going to be very clear with you. The Intel Committee is different. You know why? Because what happens in the Intel Committee, you don't know. What happens in the Intel Committee, although the secrets are going on in the world, other members of Congress don't know. What did Adam Schiff do as the chairman of the Intel Committee? What Adam Schiff did, use his power as a chairman and lie to the American public. Even the inspector general said it. When Devin Nunes put out a memo, he said it was false. When we had a laptop, he used it before an election to be politics and say that it was false and said it was the Russians. When he knew different, when he knew the Intel, if you talk to um, John Radcliffe, DNI, he came out ahead of time and says there's no intel to prove that, and he used his position as chairman, knowing he has information the rest of America does not, and lied to the American public. When a whistleblower came forward, he said he, he did not know the individual, even though his staff had met with him and set it up. So no, he does not have a right to sit on that. But I will not be like Democrats and play politics with these, where they removed Republicans from committees and all committees. So yes, he can serve on a committee, but he will not serve on intel, because it goes to the national security of America, and I will always put them first, all right? And if you want to talk about Swalwell, let's go. talk about Swalwell, because you have not had the briefing that I had. I had the briefing, and Nancy Pelosi had the briefing from the FBI. The FBI never came before this Congress to tell the leadership of this Congress that Eric Swalwell 
had a problem with a Chinese spy until he served on intel. So it wasn't just us who were concerned about it. The FBI was concerned about putting a member of Congress on the intel committee that has the rights to see things that others don't because of his knowledge and relationship with a Chinese spy. They brought it to the works of the leaders. I've got that briefing. So I do not believe he should sit on there, that committee. And I believe there's 200 other Democrats that can serve on that committee. So this has nothing to do with Santos. Santos is not on the Intel Committee. But you know what? Those voters elected Schiff, even though he lied. Those voters elected Swalwell, even though he lied to the American public, too. So you know what? I'll respect his voters, too, and they'll serve on committees. But they will not serve on a place that has national security reverence because integrity matters to me. What's What's wrong with that? Thank you. It's perfect. It's exactly the case. And let's remember, I'm going to, I'm, I'm not, I'm being happy and happy now as we say It's a whole new thing. I figure this is a way to get more of those donations coming in. But anyway, uh, so here's the thing. Uh, let's remember that the uh, mostly peaceful Ashley Babbitt Day Investigating Committee, where the reckless cop murdered an innocent unarmed woman, uh, let's remember that when they were doing their committee to investigate and to, you know, condemn Republicans, uh, they wouldn't allow Republican members unless they went along with the Democrats. They kicked, they, they, they they didn't even allow him to be able to investigate or talk about the January 6th. Well, how about the fact he just admitted Nancy Pelosi knew Swalwell was yeah. with a Chinese spy and right. she kept him on and the committee. Still, that's right. I mean, see, that's the thing. That's this stuff you don't get. When's the last time you heard that? That I love what seen, he just said. Exactly. It's perfect. And he, he explained it. And again, reporter, was, he was arguing with the reporter saying, no, 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 wait a minute. I'm going to answer the question and I'm going to tell you the whole deal. Again, it's just, it's unbelievable. He did exactly the right thing. In a minute, can you get the Swalwell thing? Yep. here in just a second but first the, the reaction from uh, adam schiff for brains was quote all for doing my job holding trump accountable and standing up to the extreme mega republicans no it was because you're a dirty stinking liar who was in charge of the russian collusion coup yeah. that worked yeah from the beginning that's why you're kicked off this committee, because you're a scumbag and you're an anti-American, uh, anti-American traitor. In fact, uh, Schiff for Brains has now just announced he's going to run for the Senate seat held by uh, Diane finkelfein Cheatstein. Although you know, she's, first, she hasn't announced she's not running again. She's still a, a, a senator, but she, and she's like 89, so she. And probably this is the priority of Democrats. The first thing he did is he went on to TikTok. Well, okay. Here, here's the reaction to it. Quote: First thing Adam Schiff does once he gets as removed from the Intel Committee was post a video asking for money on a Chinese Communist Party spyware and propaganda platform, says Ted Cruz. Too rich. Uh, uh, TikTok probably wasn't the best place for Schiff to air his grievances. He's so invested in America's national security, he's whining about it on a Chinese espionage site. I I have the audio. Do you want to hear it? Oh, oh dear God, of all the dumb, dumb, dumb things he says, ways to respond on TikTok? (laughs) Here's some more. Wait a minute. (laughs) Hello, I'm Congressman Adam Schiff with some troubling news. Today, Kevin McCarthy removed me from the House Intelligence Committee, (laughs) all for doing my job, for holding Trump accountable and standing up to the extreme MAGA Republicans. (laughs) We knew it would be bad when the Republicans took over, but it's far worse than we expected. But I can promise you this. This is not the end of my fight for our democracy. No, this they is cut just him the off. What a scumbag. You know, I mean, the balls on this asshole. I mean, the, the balls on this guy. Fuck him. Like, he's a victim now. 
After all they've done to, to well, ruin. He mentions Trump, 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 Trump. How many times have, <laughs> did he come out in front of the cameras and say he had seen the proof and had the proof and the proof was going to come out? Never, ever produced yeah. it. Remember right. when, and, he, when and, he first came out with the committee, he fabricated an entire story about Donald Trump. I'm going to take this. I, yeah. I can find yeah. it on YouTube. But he, a 10-minute lie when he opened the hearing committee. Right. He, uh, again, he's the one who leaked classified information yeah. to reporters to make it look bad for the Republican Party and the conservatives and Donald Trump. I mean, they, they just caught him flat out. Now, Eric Swalwell, uh, and let's get the soundbite of this guy. Wait to hear what he claims uh, they're trying to do to him now officially. You, you got to ask yourself, <laughs> what more do these guys have to do to be brought up on treason charges? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, what I more can they do? Well, they're protected by the FBI and a deal in the uh, DSI and NSI. and. Uh, by the way, that guy, FBI guy that got arrested yeah. was the, one the of the Comey's chief guy. investigators yeah. investigating Trump Russian, for yeah. Russian. Yeah. The, James Comey actually hired the guy to investigate the Russian collusion and also to investigate... Um, was even char- also the charge of part of the, a part of the January 6th thing, too, was a Russian spy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. Unbelievable. Now here's Swalwell, I think. There we go. Even though we have said publicly these smears are bringing death threats, he continues to do it, which makes us believe that there's an intent behind it. But we will not be quiet. We're not going away. I think he'll regret giving all three of us more time on our hands. Did he just say but at the end, yeah. that they want to assassinate, want him dead, they want him killed, they want his family dead, they want his house burned to the ground? <laughs> that McCarthy's trying what? to get him killed. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, honestly, I think I'd walk across the aisle and punch him in the nose. I hope How, he's... You're going to accuse me, if I'm Kevin McCarthy, you want to accuse me of having you murdered? Honestly, how could he not punch him in the face, man to man? I hope Grab he's him by right. the throat and say, come on, you son of a bitch and little weasel bastard. Bam! I hope someone gets him. Uh, honestly, I, I, I mean, can you imagine? At this, I, I, think he's a tre- I think he's treasonous. I, think, I hope someone gets him. <clears throat> We're not calling for it. We're no, just no, hoping no, no. for it. I just hope it happens. I can have people dro- drop dead. Uh, one more funny. <laughs> you got a list? I, I'll add them to yeah, my list. Absolutely. Write it I got down. a voodoo doll. I, I'm ready. Uh, one more thing. I think this is freaking hysterical. Josh Hawley, who is one of the uh, yeah. flamboyant conservative guys, who doesn't go, doesn't go quite far enough, but he goes pretty far as a conservative. He has introduced a bill to prevent spouses from member, with members of Congress from investigating and making money off investments while their spouses are members yeah. of Congress. He's calling it the Pelosi bill. <laughs> Would you hear what she did? Which is perfect. Tell the little people. What, two or three weeks ago, she dumped her Google stock. Right before. And now there was it the DOJ is yeah. investigating and bringing yeah. a suit against Google. And Google stock dropped 4 or 5% after she sold it. It's like that, Gee, I wonder if there. I, I probably nothing wrong. I, I, and it's not just here; it's a worldwide thing. That witch uh, dictator in New Zealand that's, yeah, that's quitting. Yeah, just quit. She resigned. Yeah. She makes what they're saying. She makes like a hundred thousand dollars a year, something like that. Her wealth in the last two three years has skyrocketed into the millions. Where well, is this money coming from? The Obamas probably. Yeah, they well, have so they're much paying extra. them to push the jab. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, do we have uh, uh, President Showers with daughters comments? He, he did it again. Remember when he was introducing the members of his cabinet uh, when he first got elected, and he w- wanted to introduce his uh, his good friend in charge of uh, health or whatever, uh, 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 Bacaria. 
uh, whose actual name is Becerra, and, and Biden called him Bacaria. Uh, my friend, Bacaria. I'm like the president, ladies and gentlemen. His new cabinet didn't even know the names of his own guys. Uh, here he is, and again, this was the other day doing it again. Secretary of State, the Secretary of, of the uh, of, uh, uh, military, uh, behind me, uh, are uh, they? They've been deeply, deeply involved in this uh, this whole effort. Armored capability, as uh, General Austin will tell you, speak uh, uh, is has been has been critical. <laughs> oh my God. Are you at sp- our, our, our sitting president right there? I mean, it's it's it's, it's embarrassing, it is. isn't it? Embarrassing. Yes. Anyway, I don't. Know. Can we just split the country out? Just go ahead and do it. You know, I, I'm, I'm kick happy the Democrats with it. out. Well, while there's still a majority of us here, and, and you know, the thing out? that bothers me, we've had two years of this guy. Everybody knows exactly what the story is. They knew it when he was hiding in his basement, how he got elected president. He couldn't answer a question and refused to answer a question. They let him get away with it. And now we've seen the results for two years, and they still couldn't. There, there should have been 30 seats over, overtaken in Congress. Well, it's Republican. And two Republican senators from Georgia. I mean, how, how, could, how could voters look at what's happened in two years and say, yeah, let's keep that going? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I'm I, I, brainwashed. Uh, oh, uh, here we go. What do you think about this? Let's talk about this, boy. Did you ever think in your life that there would be bands of leftist mobs roaming the streets and taking over parts no. of cities, and that no one would do anything about it? No. Like this 1930s Weimar Republic Germany. I know. And again, it's all, you know why? Because we're a bunch of cowards who refuse to stand up for people who said because of George Floyd, we need to take over your cities. Because a drug-addled cop fighter uh, died from a drug overdose because he couldn't breathe because he was fighting the cops. That's what he deserved. Uh, they got exactly what was coming to him. And, and by the way, every we've seen more examples of cops. When you're trying to hold down a fighting suspect, yeah. you hold him down and get on his back and his neck so he can't get you. Buddy, what are you supposed to do? Damn. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, honestly, anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> if you fight the cops, you better win. Otherwise, they got every right to beat the hell out of you. The cops are supposed to go one step higher. If you yell at a cop and, you know, then he was going to calm you down. If you hit a cop with your hand, he has the right to hit you with a nightstick. I mean, he has to go one above (laughs) to calm you, to get above your level of violence. Put one of yours in the hospital, you put one of those in the morgue. morgue. (laughs) That's the Chicago way. (laughs) (laughs) Do you really want to get Capone? (laughs) I'll tell you how to get Capone. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, and uh, a couple of a couple of uh, little crime things here. State voters have just been uh, polled, and more than half are now. And this is the first time in a while. More than half of the Georgia voters say they are in favor of not only medical marijuana use but recreational marijuana in Georgia. And you know that means they're going to put it on the ballot. There's going to be a law. There's going to be a a referendum. There's going to be something in Georgia soon about whether dispensaries can open in Georgia for medical marijuana and recreational marijuana. Let's look at what happened in Colorado. Has the crime gone up? Has it got? Is the and, state better since they did that? And, Same with Florida. And prices. Has the state gotten better since they did prices that? Prices of housing. People going, you know, for the, for that per reason. Uh, the problem with more people showing up who really can't afford to be there, but are now there now. I mean, remember, uh, Denver opened up their parks to uh, homeless sleepers. Mm. 
So, and, but, the, but the thing to get, well, the, my concern about it, I mean, for me, I don't, what am I, almost 80 years old, I don't even know, what do I care about, but I'm going to get high on dope. Um, if, if marijuana was legal, I obviously would smoke marijuana. I mean, if it were, if it were legal, I wouldn't have a problem with the, having a joint before I go to bed or watching TV, a movie. Or what, I mean, I would. But the problem is most people can't handle drugs. Right, right. The, the problem, if I'm thinking and about myself. we have my, to put up with if it. If I'm thinking about myself, then that's one thing. But if I'm thinking what's best for Georgia Society. or best for America, you know, then I'm thinking, okay, for, my biggest concern, honestly, is not that, you know, people are going to get high and get out on the interstate and drive nine miles an hour, you know, although <laughs> that's, I mean, it's possible. You're doing 12, sir. Job bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm not worried about that so much, but I am worried about whether if you're, if you smoked a joint two weeks ago and you get in your car and some guy pulls out in front of you and you hit him and he goes to the hospital, guess what? You're going to prison. Because you've got marijuana in your system, therefore you're a, you're a, 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 under the influence. So they've got to come up with some kind of a way to measure what uh, uh, what amount of uh, of, of dope in your bloodstream, whether here. or not you're uh, you're uh, unable to function. Well, there's they're a difference. They're trying to figure out that what they need to come up with is a, a breathalyzer. Yeah, but they can't. how are they going to do that? Because marijuana stays in your system for up to oh, thirty wait a days. Here a month. You just said you were concerned about society. You're not concerned about society. All right. You're concerned about the. You know, I'm concerned you about society over. putting me in prison for smoking joint two weeks ago. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess with with both on the docket, would you would you pr- ha- rather have legalized gambling or recreational marijuana? Well, if I had a choice. Because I, I mean, know. what what kind of da- like you were talking about homelessness? Ruin my com- two brothers. I mean, I'm, I, and and uh, you know the fa- I mean, and I'm you know, and I'm trying to help, but I, there's I don't have a lot of money to be able to spread around like I used to. So I mean, it affects all of us. Um, but again, that's just our you know, we I had two gambling brothers who lost everything because of gambling. So what would be better for Georgia? Legalized gambling or re- or better for Georgia? Probably gambling. To make money so that we can do what we need to do as a state, but but again, I don't you know I I, I, I don't know how you could possibly come up with a, with a drug test, a breathalyzer, or even a blood test to say that a 200 pound man who's 50 years old uh, can have a certain amount of THC in a system that won't impair him. How are they going to figure that out? Well, and everybody's different, so I mean, I, I, how can you do? If it's in your system, you're screwed. They, they they can prove it's in your system, and it's you know even though it's legal, you uh, yeah it's, it it affects you. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, again, to me, that's the biggest uh, uh, the danger of it. But again, I, would you vote for it if you if it's on the ballot? Would you vote legalize marijuana? No. How about you, Flounder? Yeah, I well, would. Of course you would. I, I think anybody probably under fifty is going uh, to almost automatically just because everybody's smoking weed anyway. If you're under fifty, <laughs> or people are dumb enough. <laughs> I don't think we need to help the problem. Well, I, that's the other thing. You know, it, it's just your. Well, the thing is, is with me is. Six or seven years ago, when I had my diverticulitis and intestinal issues, my recovery, marijuana helped. Yeah. Because they didn't give me opiates or anything like that because they didn't want me on that on my recovery. Right. So for six months, you know, when I, or not six months, but right when I got out of the hospital for my recovery, they were like, here's some Tylenol PM. Yeah. That, that's it. And yeah. pot was a big big aspect of helping me through my recovery process. Well, again, I, you know, I, I don't know what the right answer is. All I know is I'm nervous. If they do the legalizing pot, I'm, I'm nervous about what the effect might be. And uh, especially for people who really aren't, aren't, you know, I heard somebody make this point the other day about this drug business with a fentanyl. Um, and again, how is it possible that America is not rioting with this whole program by President Showers with daughter who says, well, we're going to give them an app now so they can, anybody can come in, you just have to sign up and we'll let you in. So, so again, they're just uh, allowing open borders. 
orders. They're just yep. saying, we have, we want you to sign the app first, but they're still saying, come on in. Mm-hmm. You know, and when they're saying, come on in, the fentanyl, de- I mean, how could they be keep ignoring the thousands and thousands of young, the, the leading cause of death for young people today is fentanyl? Did you, I heard that, that just it? the other day. Or car, car. Okay. No, fentanyl. And, 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 and somebody made the point, I think it was that young kid who's on Fox on the weekends now, I can't remember his name, but he's a young, good-looking kid. He looks about 15, uh, very smart, very quick-witted, uh, from Texas, and he's a lawyer. And anyway, he, he made the point, he says, you know, here's the thing. When you hear about a, a 16-year-old kid who died of fentanyl poisoning, uh, the, uh, they're calling him a drug addict. They're saying, oh, another drug addict bit the dust with so-and-so. He said, no, 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 these, these kids who are, who are getting fentanyl in their system are not, are not uh, getting the drugs because they're drug addicts. They're being poisoned. Yep. They think they're taking an Adderall or a, a, a something that's you know might affect you a little bit, but it's not you know uh, uh, you know hydrocodone or something. They're thinking they're taking one thing, but they're taking fentanyl. They're being poisoned. They're not drug addicts. They're not drug addicts. Mm-hmm. It's not a drug addict issue. You can't say, well, they're drug addicts. What do you expect? They're being poisoned. Mexican drug cartels are poisoning our children. They're getting it from the Chinese. From China. Yeah. Oh my God! And it's so—it's a direct link. Everybody knows it. I don't know. I mean, that—that just—that's the thing to me. Is it just—is the the line of it is just—is just negative. But if marijuana is legal, I'm smoking it. I guarantee you. And the other good news is the price will go down. You wouldn't have to be paying whatever the hell those people pay for a a pound. Well, no. The thing is, is like if you in California, the sales tax on marijuana is almost thirty percent. Yeah. Well, that's that's how they get you. Yeah. But again. uh, But again, at the same time, you can also drive right down the street and get what you want versus having to call a drug dealer and gang bangers on the back of Walmart exactly. at two in the morning. So, uh, you know. Is that, is that what you're doing? <laughs> well, normally, uh, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Usually it's the Publix. Well, well Walmart, Home Depot, well, either one. It's, it's the same, you know, the gathering place. Um, uh, uh, passing in the news, which I hadn't uh, mentioned here until, until to now. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes. <clears throat> Scott. Yeah. As Joe Friday once said, yeah. marijuana's the flame, heroin's the fuse, LSD is the bomb, and Bill Cannon responded, right the hell on, man. <laughs> 23 skidoo. <laughs> that, the, the Joe Friday goes off on the, the hippie about drugs. is one of the funniest damn... Uh, in fact, we should play... Find a drug. Yeah, we used to, we, uh, we, we've Joe played that before. Yeah. Just for kicks. He, where he goes off about young hippies or something. You know what I'm talking about, mister, don't you? I mean, it's not... You're John, you're flat foot. Uh, yeah. you're flat foot. <laughs> Find a Joe Friday. He will play it as soon as we can find about it. drugs. He's talking to a guy named Blue Boy or yeah, something. So, <laughs> yeah. What do you got, marijuana? Man? <laughs> That's a lie. Uh, while he's doing that, I will mention um, the passing of Lloyd Morissette was 93. Lloyd Morissette is the co-creator of Sesame Street. Aww. Abby Gadabby, Elmo, Cookie Monster, uh, uh, Sesame Workshop announced his death. He started. He was. Uh, uh, he started with Joan Cooney at Harvard University and a child psychologist um, to see how they could teach children a different way of learning things. And Sesame Street's now in 150 countries. It's won 193 Emmys. Uh, Morissette was trained to be a teacher in psych- uh, psychology. He did a lot of experimental stuff, went to Oberlin, which is one of the uh, well-known liberal uh, uh, liberal chick-type colleges, also studied at Yale. Anyway, he was 93 years old and uh, co-founded Sesame Street and has, uh, has passed away. There's a child actor named Lance Kerwin who was big back in the 70s I know that and name. 80s. He's died of something. 
Oh, oh, he was uh, with uh, Claire Danes in that story about the young kids. Yeah, yeah, was it? Remember that? He was a blonde-haired kid, right? That doesn't narrow it down at all. Well, uh, Claire Danes was in a, a series back when she was like 15 years old. Yeah, yeah. And that he was the guy in. It he with was her. in a lot of different yeah. stuff. Like, and that <laughs> other actor, that guy, was in Warlock and everything. The British Julian Sands went hiking there uh, outside of L.A. and just just disappeared. Really? Yeah. I don't think I know that one. Wow. He's probably that's... been eaten by a mountain lion at this point. Oh, my point. God. That can't be any good. Um, let's see. Another uh, quick uh, crime thing in the news here. We got another coward in the DA ranks. Uh, the uh, district attorney in DeKalb County, uh, Sherry Boston, is, uh, is another chicken-livered little yellow belly afraid to take on any black crime uh, or liberal crime, just like uh, Fanny, the uh, yellow-bellied Fulton County DA. Mm. The first thing she did get in office when she got elected in the idiot Paul Howard finally got run out of town and she said I'm not going to do the Rayshard Brooks case because there's black people involved and they might not like me and so now the DeCab DA is also afraid she's going to offend some gangbangers and some liberals so she wants nothing to do with the investigation into the uh, training center and the forest people and oh she doesn't want anything to do with that she wants special prosecutors because she says hey, I, you know there will be people who won't like me anymore didn't they burn the target down on Sydney Marcus? Oh, sure. Why not? So, you know, let it go. It's no big deal. Yeah, they walk right. You go around the country, but it's not organized. You know, again, no. this Antifa, they're not organized. It's kind of a, a movement. It's kind of a political movement. Yeah, please. Where'd they get their uniforms and all their, uh, you know, Molotov cocktails? It's, and all it's like the stuff. black shirts marching down Munich. It's on uh, yeah, Berlin. It's exactly what it is. It's they're the same over, thing. And, and it's like they're saying, what are you going to do about it? Right. In fact, what are you going to do about it? See, Hell, it took it took him to shoot a state trooper in the belly I, before they got shot at an arrest. I'm not saying bring back the old South. I am, <laughs> but I'm saying there was a time that they wouldn't uh, set foot here. No, I absolutely. I'm just saying. You know what they used to do to you know? Uh, uh, yeah, I know that uh, was a bad thing. We just got a nice note from Fernando, who paid us a very nice little Fernando. donation on Venmo, saying enjoying the show from Houston. Houston where? Or is that Houston? No, but Houston ben, Street. Where, which uh, Houston? Houston? There's a lot of Houston. Texas, I assume. I'm, I'm, Why would you I'm assume with, that? I'm going with Houston, Texas. Um, let's see. Uh, so we got really a fanny thing there. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm from Houston. Uh, now, uh, some wokeness in the news. I mean, uh, did you find a dragnet thing, by the way? Any luck on a dragnet thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, here we go. First. Joe Friday. Mark Quinn Martin production. This no, is the one where no. he's at the, they're at the LSD party. Yeah, probably. Oh, okay. It was a Joe Friday. Joe Friday. Production. Let the ad play first, sorry. We got to find it first. Yeah, it's going to be there in just a second. It's coming. I'll tell you what I know. I know that, in fact, too many kids that begin with pot end up with heroin, then on to LSD. I know that if you drink, you suffer a loss of judgment, if you drink to excess. But I also know that judgment returns when you sober up. I know, and so do you. When you flip out on an acid trip, you never know when you're going to slip out again. This is now, Bentley, not a couple of years ago. We've had time now to see and study the effects of LSD. People who haven't had a dose in weeks sail out on another trip. They never know when. The minute they drop one acid capsule or ingest it in any way, they bought the farm. They've lost any chance to depend on and even restore that most precious of all inner senses, judgment. And in my way of thinking, without judgment, you might as well be dead. Your brain is, so why not the rest of you? We were talking about marijuana. We still are. Marijuana is the flame. Heroin is the fuse. LSD is the bomb. 
So don't you try to equate liquor with marijuana, mister. Not with me. You may sell that jazz to another pothead, but not to somebody who spends most of their time holding some sick kid's head while he vomits and wretches sitting on a curbstone at 4 o'clock in the morning. And when his knees get enough starch back in him so he can stand up and empty his pockets, you can bet he'll turn out a stick or two of marijuana. And you can double your money he'll be holding a sugar cube or a cap or two. So don't you con me with your mind expansion, slob. I deal with kids every day. I try to clean up the mess that people like you make out of them. I'm the expert. <laughs> my, my favorite thing about that series was every time he goes on to one of his rants, you see the cutaway of, of, uh, of Bill. Of, of Bill just nodding his head up and down. <laughs> now, my thing was, did he memorize those or did he read it off a cue card? Oh, I think he wrote them. I mean, you know. Oh, he wrote them. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure. Uh, by the way, he was in the movie The D.I., played oh, yeah. a Marine Corps drilling striker, Paris Island. Uh, and uh, what a what an what, what a character! Oh, uh, we're going to uh, take a uh, slightly uh, make fun of some woke liberal things. Uh, you want to do a little Disney World uh, update? Something new happening at Disney World? <laughs> They've gotten rid of what's that? Splash Mountain? Splash? How is it? Po- what what is possibly? Wrong. I mean, Princess Di wrote Splash Mountain. Um, they've decided that there are some songs and characters that you see on the way that are from Song of the South. Like Uncle Remus and yeah. uh, the, the Black Crows singing to the what, Black Crows. Or, Tar Baby. Would, and Yeah, Tar Baby. I don't know if the Tar Baby's there. It, probably not. But uh, there's probably some bears or rabbits or something. Brer Rabbit and Brer Fox and Brer Bear and all that stuff. And you see them as your... I don't remember. I, I was on I Splash I don't remember Mountain. it either. I never associated that with it. But they're good. Now, they may bring it back and tie it into something else, which is what they probably what will the do. Hell? I mean, what... I, I, but here's I, another people weird... People really complain. I mean, there's so much... Oh, yeah. How do they come oh, up with this complaint? Of course people complain, Donna. So there's people, they're, they're professional complainers. They're activists. Look on their card. They're social activists, yeah. Kimmer. This is what they do. But the thing is, people, when they found out they were closing Splash Mountain, this is probably a Chad Pochier thing, Chad, if you're listening. Because <laughs> it goes every four days. They took vials and slopped up some of the water and sold it on the internet as as some of the oh last water from Splash Mountain. Oh, my God. And yeah, made why money. Did, why didn't we think of that? We should have had uh, 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 Hangman go down there and get us some water. He probably already did. I think Shannon and Brett were joking about it on a text thread we're on. Uh, well, there you are. Oh, God, I love it. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, let's not forget the woke M&Ms. That slutty little girl, uh, that brown tramp slut whore M&M with the uh, go-go shoes on and stuff. Well, those are gone now. You can't have go-go boots on a candy girl. Little slutty little tramp. So they Whore. How about the lesbians? <laughs> oh, the two lesbian M and M's now. Oh, the whole bag is full of lesbians. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, let's we just we, we can't have that. Mars Candy is that the company? Now, I've I've looked at the M and M's, both peanut and almond and regulars, and, and peanut and peanut butter M and M's. I can't too. tell the difference between the males and the females. Well, it's <laughs> if you squeeze them on the end, uh, they squirt from a different angle. It's just you know you got to. They do what? No, I, I'm just saying. Uh, you know, woke M&M's, ladies and gentlemen. Let's change yeah. the subject. Woke M&M's. Are you tired of arriving to surprises at your weekend cabin? I am. Have a mountain home you're having trouble maintaining? Or getting? Call North Georgia Intendancy. We can manage your North Central Georgia vacation, weekend, or rental house so you can relax at yours. Visit us at ngaintendancy.com or call them 770-595-6664. That's 770-595-6664. NGA Intendancy. Let's get the number again. 770-595-6664. There you are. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? 
build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Now, speaking of entertainment, what's this about a movie predicting where we're going in America? A movie predicting where we're going in America. Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. I believe so. It might have been Sly a movie, uh, Sly Stallone, maybe. And, Sly Stallone. Uh, a, oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You see, if I, I have to keep reminding you of the things you tell oh, me you're going to do, it's gonna, it kind of cuts into the, into the flow of the show. There's <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff here. I'm getting there. Uh, yes, just a there second. is. It's, oh, okay. Flounder, did you ever see Demolition Man? Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, they make fun of Arnold. It's Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes. Oh, yes, yeah, okay. I know what it's you're talking about. It's a great movie. Yeah. And ever at the time, it's okay, but it, it's really a great movie. Sandra Bullock's in it. A lot of people, uh, what's it, Benjamin Bratt was oh, in it Oh, this is, yeah, I think this is, is it uh, what's kind of... A, what's a comedian that we all like? The uh, poor Filipino... That's oh, man, see Republican now. He was on Saturday Night Live, copy guy, copy guy. Oh, yeah. Rob yeah. Reiner. No, no, no. no, no, no Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Schneider. Yeah. yeah, he's in it. There's a bunch of people you go, oh, my God, I can't believe he's in this. All right. Basically, it's everything is bad. Everything you have, it's set in the future. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the virtual sex. <laughs> and, and remember the guy, all the leaders are walking around. You can't tell if they're men or women. And so this person said, remember in Demolition Man when it's the future and everyone's a bunch of fat, androgynous, moo-moo-wearing sissies and everything is illegal? Yeah, not so funny now, huh? <laughs> You've got to see that movie. Yeah, you I would think, love that I movie. I think I've seen a bit, of, and I don't know why Wesley I never... Snipes is funny. And there's uh, one point, one point, every time you cuss, they're listening all the time. You cuss, this little thing on the wall goes beep, and a little piece of paper comes out. Of course, it wouldn't be paper then. It pops out and it says, you've been fined for cussing or something like that. I don't and at one point, And they use clamshells instead of toilet paper. And he goes, that's got to hurt. He goes, I don't know what's going on in there, but I go to the bathroom screaming. He goes, but yeah, I, I don't know. You got these clams, and they go, oh, he doesn't know how to use the two shells right there. So he goes, he starts going, with them blanking shells, blank, blank, yeah. blank, blank, and he's, and he's spitting out these papers. <laughs> and he's taking them, and he takes it. He goes, where are you going? He goes, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, it's funny as hell. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, and, and, and have you heard? Uh, we used to make jokes uh, that it seemed like about every month or so, the Al Jazeera Constitution would have a story in the Sunday paper about Emmett Till. Uh, and the little boy was, you know, saw the white girl and say, uh, kill, oh. killed and hung and da da da. Okay. I mean, it just seemed like, oh, there's always, every month or so, there's some kind of slavery, hanging, lynching story about white supremacy in the local papers. Right. Well, the, the woman director of the movie Till, 
is now saying that Hollywood clearly is upholding their whiteness after she did not get a nomination for an Academy Award. How dare they? <laughs> the Till director, uh, Chino I might have mispronounced that, uh, is accusing the Oscars and the entertainment industry of being aggressively committed to upholding whiteness because she didn't get a Best Director nomination. Uh, they were announced this week some uh, usual surprises and snubs. Uh, Till, the biographical drama about Marnie Till Bradley and her search for justice in the murder of her 14-year-old son, Emmett Till, received critical acclaim, but no nominations in any category. And so Chukawaka Wuwu said the Academy Awards are upholding whiteness and perpetuating misogyny against black women. All they we, did was do black did women and Asian women. It's a movie about black justice. I mean, my, my God. Uh, we live in a world, she says, and we're in industries that are so aggressively committed to upholding whiteness and perpetuating an unabashed misogyny toward black women, I am forever oh, in gratitude for the greatest lesson of my life. Regardless of any challenges or obstacles, I will always have the power to cultivate my own joy, uh, one of my greatest forms of resistance. Uh, they, remember, uh, three years ago, the Academy said they have a new series of inclusion requirements. So if you're going to yeah. make a movie and be, uh, be nominated for an award, uh, you have to have at least one of the lead actors or significant supporting actors being a marginalized group. You give them an inch, yeah. and they take a mile. Or, now, at yeah. least, or at least, and at least two creative leadership positions and department heads must be filled by underrepresented minorities. It's an obvious quota system. Yeah. Uh, is there any going back? She says, I don't think so. I think the Oscars are dead, one producer said. Uh, they're coming up uh, Monday, uh, March 12th and Sunday. Anyway, uh, so she's pissed off because she didn't get a nomination, so clearly you're all a bunch racist. of racists. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we've gotten to. Well. Good luck getting another gig, bitch. Yeah. Uh, here's a, a couple of, uh, right along that line, a couple of... Uh, Angela Bassett's been nominated for Black Panther. Doesn't matter, Pete. If she didn't get her nomination... Michelle Yeoh is, is yeah, Asian. I know. I know. Uh, Here we go. How about this? Uh, Okay, one more. One more. Here we go. Uh, Here's a story of a guy who's critical of trans masculine health issues. The Washington State Department of Health is refusing to use the word woman in an advertisement about cervical cancer. Quote, transmasculine persons with a cervix should talk to their doctor about cervical cancer screening. Transmasculine is a term used to describe people who were assigned a female at birth but do no longer identify as female. Mentally so Ill. they fall into the masculine spectrum and the education director of adult retailer sexual health company Good Vibrations claims uh, the choice of language is getting savaged on Twitter saying how could you, you can choose not to acknowledge women talking about your cervix. Uh, this is mental illness. You mean women? Just say women. Uh, I mean, it just, a, a man can a man can now have a cervix and be warned about cervical cancer. How about this? Uh, the uh, the Democratic whip in the United States Congress, Catherine Clark, 
has now scrubbed, again, this is the number two Democrat in the current Congress. She has scrubbed a link to one of her cop-hating articles in a website before she got her new leadership gig, uh, the number two position. Uh, She took down a link uh, from Boston supporting radical ideology, uh, taking away police forces, taking away the money, uh, defunding police, uh, anti-police slogans and spray paint, hate the police, all cops are bastards on public property, and now she claims she condemns violence against anybody, police or anybody else, but of course they scrubbed it. And by the way, uh, she also mentioned that her middle child is having nightmares due to climate change. Her middle child, Riley Dowell, has just been arrested for tagging a monument with hateful cop uh, comments. Uh, She was one of the Antifa-type protesters over this past weekend. She wasn't doing it in Atlanta. She was, the kid was doing it in Boston. The child of the number two Democrat in Congress, just for the record. And she says, well, you know, kids, you know, kids, how about this? Uh, in uh, North Carolina, longtime Democrat state auditor Beth Wood. The girl auditor uh, was driving along. Uh, she was at an event for a couple hours. She said, when I left the event, I made a sharp right turn and inadvertently hit a parked car. I was shaken by the incident, and when I was unable to move my vehicle, I left the scene. And that was a serious mistake, and I regret my decision. Uh, it was a, what you call a hit and run. She plowed into a car and fled, (laughs) okay? Uh, So the North Carolina Republican Party is saying, hey, you have to quit. Your car accident may have been a mistake, but the decision to sneak away from the scene was intentional and wholly unbecoming of a state elected official. And of course, she's not going (laughs) to, I'm sorry, she's not going to resign. The owner of the parked car uh, said his daughter had borrowed the car for an evening uh, out and and a collision to work at a downtown restaurant. I get a call from my daughter who literally says there's a car on top of my car daddy (laughs) Uh, and uh, the guy said I just hope that the justice system is fair and impartial in this case and not use her position as a privilege to skate out of it unscathed silence speaks volumes of her character and how she handles tough situations Um, I can only uh, imagine when it comes to her duties and responsibilities as the state auditor and of course the girl is said, uh, well, I apologize to the owner of the car, but I'm not quitting, uh, which I think is also uh, if you uh, fairly telling. don't have, well, she obviously was drunk or high. Yeah. Why else would you drunk. flee? Yeah. Right, exactly. You didn't want to take, you were scared, you freaked out, and you didn't want to take responsibility. If you had just hit a parked car and you weren't high or under the influence, you'd have said, oh, crap, this is going to cost me. And my insurance company, I'm going to, guy's going to, I'm going to get, uh, I'll have to pay for his thing. Insurance is going to cover it. Your your, uh, premium is going to go up. Those are the things that anybody else would be thinking. She has to resign. Oh, crap. She has to resign. She was definitely high. Yeah. Why else would you do that? Yeah, no question. Uh, have you heard, speaking of liberal uh, Democrats, how about the liberal Florida Democrat teacher uh, has had to resign her post? A very unattractive woman named Donna Barber, who's 52 years old, had to resign after she was video chatting with her boyfriend during school hours. Uh, unfortunately, this Florida woman's boyfriend is in prison. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, and Franklin County, Florida. And so she was doing video chats with her prison boyfriend. And one of the staffers monitoring the video chats of the inmates, which they're obviously supposed to do, uh, found that this 52-year-old woman was taking off her clothes and they were doing sex talk on the video chat from her school during school hours in her, in her office to the prison. You're yelling again. Um, and, she, and, and the guy's saying, hey, jail is not a resort. People in jail have to abide by the rules. You have to have some kind of order. <laughs> Am I talking you're yelling at me. Am school? I? Yeah, you're yelling. Top of your lungs. Yeah. I can't believe Well, I guess my ear rockets need to be adjusted. <laughs> uh, anyway, they say it's, uh, you can have chaos or you can have, be dangerous to the staff and deal with the inmates. Uh, and clearly she's taken off her clothes, flashing her boobs. Well, and, you know, remember I, I told you I had a story too? I heard your story. Here's the, um, <clears throat> yes. the headline. All right. Only fans, you know, only fans, right? right? Model discovers dad pays for her X-rated content. And how did she find out? After hearing mom in the background. Uh-oh. Uh, her name's Carla, left horrified as she found out her father was paying to see her explicit content and even paid extra money for personal requests. Now, wait a minute. And the father knew that the daughter was the one taking off her clothes? Oh, yeah. So the daddy was paying extra money to watch his daughter strip. Oh, not or do whatever, she was, do whatever doing she was doing. The things that girls do without not their clothes a, on by themselves. She's, she's not even attractive here. So movie man Mike oh said, God. this is where Kara Stockton would have said, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's got to be illegal. I mean, I, I assume the mother uh, that they divorced, the mother's going to divorce him. The wife will divorce him. I don't know. And the daughter would have to, you know, never see him again. I mean, how? oh my God. Yeah, he's, he's an incestuous pedophile. Well, he's not a pedophile. Well, she's over 18, well, but still, will. I mean, he's a pervert. He's like, he could be president one day of course he'll say oogling his little daughter yeah that's president. what she was doing uh, Personal research yes. research i was writing a book on daughters who become tramps yeah. oh my god speaking of uh only fans i was reading a story about a, a, a good-looking blonde woman who is a teacher and uh, she has an only fan a fans account where she strips and shows her boobs and you know i don't think she i don't know what she does if she pleasures herself or i don't know what she does but she she clearly either gets naked or mostly naked Keep she's going. a stripper Keep okay uh, anyway and she has an only fans account somebody at the school system found out about it excuse me and and took some pictures of her in a state of undress and told the school district and they fired her huh. so she is suing saying wait a minute yeah, this has got nothing to do with me working for a school district in, in whatever capacity. You know, it's my, my own OnlyFans thing. And, and the reason she did it, she says, well, frankly, I didn't want to be... St I, I think she... Did, I don't know what she actually... Did. Oh, I know what it was. I beg your pardon. It's not even that she works for the school. She volunteers at the school. I, I, that, that was the point. I'm so, still, I'm so silly. Uh, the reason they fired her from volunteering. They said, we don't want you showing up at our school anymore. And she said, for, for, uh, you know, what I do on my, my, that's my business. That's my job. She said the reason she uh, has an OnlyFans account is because she can make enough money yeah. to do doing that instead of going to work nine to five and she's there with her husband or kids or whatever. And I, and I thought to myself, I guess that really works. And so, and you know what, I ha honestly, a thought in my head. Now, she's suing because they, they won't let her go on the uh, uh, high school campus or whatever school campus it is. Um, and, I, and I got the thought, do, do you remember the uh, uh, a columnist many, many years ago named Bob Green, kind of Chicago. 
Chicago Tribune, I Not think. Really. Anyway, he was he was just a guy. He was he was pretty clever. He was kind of a leftist, just your your basic commentator. Uh, he was uh, kind of the opposite of Mike Royko back at the Chicago Sun Times for years back in the many many years ago. And Bob Green, one day for kicks, I, there was an article or a, a subject came up, and so one day for kicks, Bob Green, who was an unattractive sort of overweight, unmuscular guy, thirty year old type guy, um, uh, just your average Joe, and he he decided to to do a stunt and to see whether a, a gimmick, see if it would work he took a pic had somebody take a picture of himself posing for a poster and the picture was of him i think he might have had a cowboy hat on or maybe straw coming out of his mouth and he was he had a shirt unbuttoned about four buttons down and it showed his unmanly chest he's you know kind of overweight kind of a paunch and wearing jeans and a shirt he was just kind of standing there like this and he sold thousands of them Hmm. And, and, and it, I forgot what the gimmick was, and, and he sold thousands of them. And for a second, I thought to myself, "How? What would happen if we did an only if we started doing an OnlyFans account video of someone like me pretending to be, you know, I am the love doctor. I will give you now tips on how you to love the. Anyway, well, I mean, I'll take and do it, do, do it a little, and do a little strip thing, and maybe you know, go up to show my, uh, you know, I mean, I, 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 but I mean, do an OnlyFans account as a complete satire where people can just absolutely make roasting fun of me trying to think I'm sexy and trying to they turn on old women on there huh they probably wouldn't let you on there why not because you're not doing it for sex I think only fans doesn't mean it doesn't sex I it's just a, in a, isn't only fans just a thing I don't know and I guess you have to well I, well I don't know anything about it hey, flounder do you know about only fans no. Why pay for huh? porn when it's free? No. Well, I mean, do you have to pay? Do you have to I, I, I don't know. I, okay. I, I, I well, again, know. if somebody knows about the OnlyFans <laughs> yeah, thing, do you think it'd be? I'm just, we're just throwing no. that as a question. No. Well, my guy, where's it sense of humor? Do you think it'd be fine? If it, would it be worth it to try? To, I don't know how, what if it costs money to set this up. Yes, I don't know whether does. you have to invest a thing, whatever. Would it be worth trying to do of me, you know, jokingly uh, being sexy and uh, trying to turn on the old ladies for as a website as it an OnlyFans thing? It would be funny thing. once. But who's going to keep going back? I don't know. I, well, they kept going back to everything else. Yeah, because girls show their tits and ass. Yeah. No well, okay, well, I'll show mine. I'm serious. Have fun. <laughs> anyway, all right, yeah, then I never mind. I don't I'm trying to raise money for the podcast, you guys, so we can I keep it going. I don't have any part of that. Jesus. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> a quick uh, one-liners. Uh, Donald Trump is invited back to Facebook, uh, and the story came out from NBC that Marjorie Taylor Greene has been asked to be his vice president. That, that's not true. I haven't true. heard that No, anywhere. that's not well, true. Well, earlier in the week, there was tweets about Carrie Lake. Carrie yeah. Lake. Uh, well, she's right. a loser. We don't yeah. want her Well, either. again, I, I, again and, and to me, the fact that it, I, I think NBC probably you know that's the Chuck Todd network they're the, the most yeah. vicious racist and of course, and of course that, that uh, black guy uh, the anchorman uh, Leslie Lester Holt Lester Holt he's a, he's the second biggest racist in America he, he and Chuck Todd anyway uh, so it may have been just a you know just a, a throw it up against the wall see what happened uh, also okay I'm stopping I'm stopping I was supposed to do that on the OnlyFans thing <sighs> oh yeah who's that from uh, let me guess who, who? Sophia no uh, Scotty Scott uh, yeah. Scotty the window guy uh, I block him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, California Governor Newsom wants to be your president. Again, he's the worst governor of the oh, worst state in America. They, he had a guy arrested who was uh, on a, on a, a, a sailboard paddle, paddle in, in the ocean in the for ocean. not wearing a mask. <laughs> anyway, had the Navy Governor Newsom, actually, after this latest uh, uh, um, uh, mass shooting in... Uh, California. Yeah, California. But was it on? I played golf there with Danny McLeod. No, no, no. It was. Uh, it oh, doesn't matter where. Anyway, it was. whatever. 
names won't come to my head. I just hate this. Anyway, Governor Newsom now has said right, publicly and out loud in part of his new campaign platform, yes. the Second Amendment is basically a suicide pact. I mean, he really said that. He really believes that the right to bear arms is basically just allowing people to go kill other people and kill themselves. You're not taking our guns. And by the way, one more time, and I'll just just one more time. The Second Amendment does not mean you have the right to have a gun. The Second Amendment says the government does not have the right to take it away from you. You are you have a God given right. If you were born here, you have a right to have guns. That's what the Constitution says. The Constitution says the government does not have the right. It's a negative. The government does not, shall not infringe, does not have the right to stop you right. from having guns. What, what big, big, big difference. Democrats and liberals think at some point your society should get to the point and progress to the point where you don't need guns anymore and the government will be able to keep your safety. Yeah. Where the hell is the government able to keep any of us safe or has progressed to the point where we can trust them? If the, All they do is lie to us. Why the hell would we let them only have guns? Well, the, the system is set up so that it can't be that way. I mean, that's why we have it this way, because that's what the founders did not want. They, the founders said, hey, we, we revolted. We had a revolution. And, and, we, and, and, and if we are bad to our uh, peasants, they have the right to revolt against us, too. Yep. I mean, they said they said, they said we can, if we're bad, get rid of us with your guns. Tyranny. I mean, it was based on tyranny, on overthrowing the government. Anyway. A, a <laughs> massive God. government that was the biggest world power at the time. Yeah. We're going to do a couple of sports things here, possibly, and, and some elevator uh, shenanigans and uh, crying at a movie and all that coming up. But first, um, one more thing. Hunter, I saw, I could, uh, this is unbelievable. And, and God bless this chick at the New York Post, whose name escapes you now, the uh, brunette who's on Tucker all the time. Um, uh, she has a British accent. And she wrote the book on the Hunter Biden laptop story. Uh, oh, I almost had the name. It's going to come out. Um, she was on the other night. Hunter, uh, among Hunter Biden's emails are an email involving his energy company where they're getting millions of dollars and trying to get millions of dollars from China and Russia and Ukraine. And uh, Hunter at the time also has a secretary who's a Chinese woman who's trying to convince him to get his father to get more energy companies in China. I mean, the, the link is very, very clear. But here's the difference. In this one particular email, uh, I think it was concerning Ukraine, uh, Hunter Biden wrote in his email something like, um, well, it's clear that the government of Ukraine uh, needs to have a certain percentage of the available vehicles for the military incursion into the certain. From the, and it's a whole military lingo paragraph of what Ukraine needs for armaments and securities and um, uh, 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 all the things that go into making a war. And it was, sounded exactly like a military intelligence briefing. Hunter Biden has never sent an email, anything like that, ever. Clearly, he got that from a government document while he was staying at daddy's place. He was using government documents to help make the case to why his company should be involved in getting uh, supplies to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the son of the no longer vice president and the no longer senator at the time was using classified documents to help his own personal business. Well, uh, Joe uh, showers with daughter says, oh, I don't know anybody's about his business. I mean, if you didn't have any more clear evidence than that, yeah. holy smokes. Uh, oh, my God. All right. Anyway, coming up. 
We have a, a happy puppy story. Uh, I'm going to tell you about how a doctor may not even have a face uh, anymore. Uh, but first, Pete Davis is going to help us talk about elevator shenanigans. And when you're looking for something to do and maybe you've got a long elevator ride, I'm not exactly sure where this is going to go. Also, uh, uh, also, also? Uh, I've, got, I've got a story about a bad day at BlackRock and uh, uh, some historical things and a couple of uh, soundbite history things and some stuff like that. Uh, and the story... Of uh, of a movie to have a good cry by apparently. And all that's it's not really a movie. It's a it's a. All right, well, a while you're looking video. for that, while you're looking well, for I, that, I got it right. Oh, here. you got it right there. There you are. You want to do the elevator first? Sure. Okay, Flounder, this is some good stuff to remember here. Annoying things to do on an elevator. All right. You're on an elevator. You're going way up. Are you by uh, yourself or with people? No, you got people with in people, there. All right. All right. Stand silent and motionless in the corner facing the wall without getting off. <laughs> I've been bad. <laughs> Greet everyone with a warm handshake and ask him or her to call you Admiral. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, Admiral. <laughs> Meow occasionally. <laughs> meow. It's like, the, did we ever figure out the baseball player who was going meow uh, in every one of his interviews? Yeah. I it must have been a stunt where they made him do it as part of a rookie thing. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Every interview he did, he had to say meow in some, somewhere in the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Stare at another passenger, then announce in horror, you're one of them, and back away slowly. <laughs> say ding at each floor. Ding. <laughs> ding. Make explosion noises when someone presses a button. <laughs> Draw a little square on the floor with chalk and then announce to the person, this is my personal space. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. When there's only one other person in the elevator, tap them on the shoulder, yeah. then pretend it wasn't you. <laughs> Drop a pin and wait until someone reaches to help pick it up and scream, that's mine! <laughs> <laughs> and number 10, things to do to annoy people in the elevator, call out a group hug oh. and, and then enforce it. Oh, yeah, yeah there you go. Um, I, I found the uh, a story that I was wondering whether you saw about the college basketball game that got interrupted. Yeah, with the Uber. <laughs> it's a true story. Uh, Loyola, Chicago, Duquesne basketball game. College basketball game last night, as we speak. Uh, Loyola, Chicago, second half, 16 minutes left. Loyola, Chicago has a ball near the right baseline. When suddenly this guy with a package walks onto the court mm -hmm. in the game, yeah. during the game, waltzes onto the court looking for someone who bought the McDonald's meal that he was holding. The officials immediately called a timeout, and the guy was ushered off the court. The announcer saying, uh, somebody just came on the floor on the far side looking for an Uber Eats delivery carrying a McDonald's bag. I'm not kidding. This has to be one of the great all-time color commentator things. The guy's in the corner. Was he going to deliver the McDonald's to someone on the court? Can we rule that out? He says, hell, I'll put my hand up. I'm getting a little bit hungry over here in the booth. Uh, the funniest part of it was they took the delivery man away, but... But as he was being hauled off, he was still looking for the guy who ordered the McDonald's food at the basketball game uh, and walking around the arena with a bag and a drink in his hand. Uh, he certainly went above and beyond uh, to try to get the Uber Eats delivery at the ball game. What a great way to get into an arena. Uber Eats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come around. on yeah. I guess it worked. I wonder if they, I guess they could do that. It had to be a joke, don't you think? 
I don't know. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, very possible. Uh, one uh, rather astounding uh, piece of news that I thought that I got from uh, my good friend, uh, Mike Summers, I used to work with many, many, many years ago. Uh, check this out. We've been talking about, uh, you know, I have, I have a real thing about the technology of cell phones, and I think it's, I think it's dangerous in many, many ways. Okay. Um, oh, what the hell? Limited access? Oh, don't tell me this. Well, while you're oh, my looking. God. Look what, it, look what it did. Okay, uh, Mike Summers sent me an article, yes, and sir. it says, AI, artificial intelligence, passes the U.S. medical licensing exam. Uh-huh. Uh, doctor uh, researchers figured out all the inform- how to put all the information they would need into artificial intelligence, and they had this machine could go to a patient, and much like the old days of Star Trek where McCoy would run, you know, run this mar- mechanical thing and say, oh, I know exactly all the problems are. Uh, the AI doctor could scan the body and find out everything wrong inside the body better than the human doctor could do, and they were so good at it, they could pass the medical licensing exam. Uh-huh. In other words, a robot has passed the medical licensing exam. A robot. Well, yeah, that's the way it's going. Well, they got robots that will operate on you. I know. Well, I mean, well, robots make cars. I mean, you know, uh, uh, yeah. assembly line stuff. But still, this is to, to diagnose inside a body? Yeah, right. By measuring heat things, I, I mean, I, whatever. It's Star Trek, what you said. I, what is, what do they call that thing? The tricorder. That's what they that call what it. it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, just as an aside, um, Mike Summers sent me this uh, a few days ago. I opened it when he sent it. That's one. I opened it again like a day ago, when I, uh, yesterday when I was getting ready for the podcast yeah. to see how I was going to do it. So that's two. And I opened it again just now, and all of a sudden it says, AI passes medical licensing exam, and then the rest of the page says, med page today, continue reading with unlimited access if I sign yeah. up to join their website. Yeah. And it will not open the page anymore, so I can't read the story. That happens, yeah. That, I, that, and so I, again, I guess if, I, if somebody sends me something, I can only look at it once. Well, Mike... <sighs> Mike, Mike did that on purpose. But speaking of AI, yes, here's a story you'll like. All right, sir. <clears throat> DARPA, you know what DARPA is that that government company or whatever that does all the weird stuff. Well, anyway, they're yeah. into research yeah. and all yeah. that. Yeah. All right, they built something with AI, and they think that they can't. It can't be approached. It can't be caught off guard. Yeah. So they got some Marines to spend a week at the test site. For six days, the Marines walked around it and the engineers refined their algorithm for detecting people. On the seventh day, they said, we're done, we're flipping this. (laughs) So the Marines would try to then defeat the AI system. They parked the robot in the middle of a traffic circle and the Marines had to approach it undetected starting from a long distance away. If any Marines could get all the way in and touch this robot without being detected, they would win and they wanted to see what would happen. Eight Marines, not a single one got detected. They defeated the AI system, not with traditional camouflage, but with clever tricks or outside the AI system's testing regime. Two of them somersaulted from 300 meters, never got detected. Two hid under a cardboard box. You could hear them giggling the whole time. <laughs> the giggling Marines. Like Bugs Bunny in a Looney Tunes cartoon, they <laughs> snuck up on Everfoot in a cardboard box. Uh, I love it. One guy, this guy says, my favorite, he field stripped a fir tree and walked like a fir tree. I don't know how you walk like a fir tree. You can see his smile, and that's about all you see. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, the Marines, man, don't mess with them, I'm telling you. Oh, you're trying to make them woke, too. Uh, just a quick uh, note about the way things ought to be. Again, I've mentioned before that it, it used to be, I, th- I, don't, I think it's still the same case, it used to be that if you were a pregnant woman and you uh, went from America, an American pregnant woman and you went to Mexico for whatever reason and all of a sudden had your baby in Mexico. Yes, sir. That baby is not a Mexican no. citizen. No. And they kick you out. Yes. They say, go home. You're this, you, know, you don't live here now. This is, yeah, you're out. Here's another thing that happened. You heard about the boat, uh, one of the latest boat incidents. 230 migrants pulled from a sinking boat a couple of weeks ago off of Tripoli. Uh-huh. Charles of Montezuma under the shore show. Uh, 230 would-be migrants, most of them from Syria. The boat broke down. They started to sink. They, most of them were rescued, mostly Palestinian Syrian refugees. Uh, they are trying to leave their countries by sea to reach Europe. Uh, along the border with Israel, uh, the peacekeepers from the UN were able to save all but two of the passengers. But here's the point. Uh, to the port of Tripoli, they brought them to the port of Tripoli. They were recovered overnight. The Lebanese army loaded 200 rescued Syrians onto trucks and drove them back to the Syrian border on the unofficial other side of the crossing in a remote area and dropped them off again. Here you go. Bye-bye. Yeah. That's what we should do. And I, honestly, I don't know why our country isn't uh, saying, oh, it's great to see you. Here's a little gift bag. We're going to make sure you're comfortable while we load you on these buses here and drive you right the hell back to Mexico. I mean, why aren't they doing that? When they get the people in their little centers, we'll take your name. We'll, what, what do you want to do? Okay, fine. And now we're putting you on a bus and driving you right back across the border. And you fill out the forms or go to your embassy or whatever you need to do to see if you want to come to America. But you're not just going to sneak in and stay here. Democrats. You know what? I mean, isn't that the right thing to do? The nice thing to do, even as a Republican, would be to say, sorry. Uh, well, you sneaked in, you all, you rascal. That's so wrong. But, you know, it's illegal. So tell you what, we'll get, put your name down. You want to be an American citizen? Don't blame you. What a great country. Let's get your name and your phone, your address, stuff like that. And we'll put you on a bus and send you right the hell back. And then you fill out the proper forms. And one day you might become an American. That's the way it works. I mean, what's immoral about that? Democrats and the media have gotten to the point where you are a racist to say that. I mean, you know, take care of them and say, we've got your name. Thanks for coming. Off you go. Racism. And get back in touch with us when you go do it the right way. It's their land. We're just squat. We just stole it. It's their land. I just. um, How about a happy story? Can we do a happy story? Sure. We can do a happy story. Okay. In fact, this almost made me weep when I was reading it this morning. (laughs) Cry, baby. North Carolina. (laughs) <laughs> a dog named Ronald is a sweet, clumsy, 64-year-old puppy. No, no, he's not. He's not 64 years old, Kevin. 64 pounds. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sweet and clumsy, 64-pound puppy named Ronald, who they've dubbed Unlucky, oh. because he is at the Wake County Private Nonprofit Animal Rescue SPCA in Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay. He was, uh, they got him uh, last December as a transfer pup from a nearby shelter. He spent a week there, and he's a mixed breed, big, fat, uh, happy puppy, but kind of sloppy and a little ungainly. You know, he's a puppy, a big, fat puppy, you know, kind of a thing. Anyway, uh, one family took him and then say, well, we, we brought him home, but he just, it just wasn't meant to be. Uh, then another family, and then another family, and they brought him back. Just wasn't the right fit. Eleven times. Mm. This puppy went home for the pending adoption to see if it fit. 
you know, they'll give you a week or whatever, uh, or a few days, and or, or suddenly the family said, no, this isn't going to work, isn't going to work. Eleven different times. Um, ultimately, they decided uh, not to go through with adopting him. From the start, uh, he's a big puppy, has a lot of energy, he's oversized, he's typical and clumsy and playful and goofy, learning his manners, and people just weren't uh, ready to have it. Well, uh, January 11th, this year, just now, a few days ago, the team at the SPCA shared Ronald's unlucky history on Facebook. They got 800 messages almost immediately, overwhelmed and stunned by the response. Kirsten Davis, a nurse from Raleigh, from Rayford, sorry, North Carolina, one of the thousands who saw the post, reached out and said, oh, I know I'll never get him in time. She wasn't even given a chance, but she drove there immediately, took him home for the dress rehearsal. As soon as I brought him home and saw him with the boys and our other dog, I knew we would finalize the adoption. Her husband stationed at Fort Bragg, their parents have two boys and a three-year-old Australian shepherd. Um, she said, I wasn't intimidated by his behavior at all. He's energetic and he's a freaking puppy. Uh, they, uh, and they brought him home. He loves to cuddle, loves to take up the whole couch, tries to sneak up on the kitchen counter for a snack, loves going for walks, loves the kids, loves the other dog. Uh, their one-year puppy now has uh, fans on the Facebook page to be overwhelmed with love and positivity. If everybody came together like they did for Ronald, a lot of dogs and shelters in the U.S. would be finding homes right Right now, and I thought, mm. man, I, I, you know, I want, I want dogs and cat. I want cats and dogs. I, and the more I go to the stable and take, because that's my only saving grace is the horses and the cats up there and the dogs up there. And I thought to myself, I, I you know, there's no, I can't, there's no way I can do it. One, emotionally, I don't think I'm ready. Unless I, if I find my, if, okay, if I get, had enough money, if I do a GoFundMe to get raise enough money for a Kimmer live-in girlfriend who can take care <laughs> of the, you know, the, in the right way, uh, and you know, it works something out, and uh, then I would, I would get dogs and cats. So if you're, if you feel bad for me that I can't so, get dogs and cats because you know I'm, no. I don't think it's just something to think about. I'm not saying it's a thing. I'm just saying it's something to think about. The, the dog that's with us right now, Katie, she's a big old eighty pound lab, has a propensity of getting up on the counter when you're not looking. <laughs> her front paws in her face. And a couple of days ago, there was we got this huge. Chicken pot pie from Costco. They got great shepherd's pie and chicken pot pie at Costco. Costco has all kinds of good hot a, plates. Oh my really God. good. I bought a, 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 a ribs. pot pie just the other day. And there's just about this much left in it. But kind of, now, do they have a lot of crust? I hate pot pies. They don't have a lot of crust. I don't, I don't know what well, kind I'm of crust saying. you like. Uh, well, I'm just anyway. saying. So there's about a third of the pie left, and we turned for one second. And we look back, and she's got her face in it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, I've seen the, the tallest You're not the rest of pie, you know. Oh, oh here's another. So her, her, her mother is 85 years old, right? Yeah. And uh, it was just me and her in the kitchen, and I got, what the hell did I get? Oh, a pastry. I got a big cherry pastry. And I put it on a paper plate, and I walked over, and I put it on the... Um, table yeah and i turned around to walk over and get me some orange juice and the the 85 year old woman goes uh what'd you have on this plate i said well that's my pastry i'm gonna eat and i'd look back over uh i said what did you have <laughs> on this plate and I, I was like oh my god within that two seconds she had gotten up and gotten that pastry you she's a smart dog i love it and what were you talking about there a second what, what, what was that story a dog's uh the, uh, the story dog. about crying yeah have you seen Scott Rowland's Hall of Fame thing? Mm -mm. When he tells his parents, I'll send it to you. Oh, He's really? in a room. That he got elected to the Hall, the of, Hall Fame? of Fame? And both his parents are still alive, and they're, they're elderly. And he comes in the kitchen, 
and and his mother and all you see is, is his mother from behind. Yeah, let's play it. Can we play it? No, you gotta see it. Gotta see all it. Right. It's gotta see it. And it, all you see is his mother from behind, and she stands and looks at him, and he just nods his head and goes, "I got in." And she and she just holds her arms out, and he just hugs her. Ah, and that ain't bad enough. Right now. Yeah. Then they go around the. Then he goes around the corner, mm-hmm. and his elderly father is up on a you know walker or something like that. And he obviously didn't hear. And he looks at him with his eyes like. Well, and he goes, yeah, I got in that. Mm. And it's uh, just wow, cool. to see the expression yeah. on their face. Oh, my God. Who is this? Cool. Jay- Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland. Yeah. It and is- by the way, uh, it, oh. it, I saw in Twitter a lot of reaction has been, well, you know, Scott Rowland was a really okay. good player. Yeah. But I don't see him as a hall and fame, a hall of famer if Andrew Jones is still not in that's, the hall of fame. That's true. But you you look at it by by the numbers uh, on war. Which is they, that's what they really love is war, win above replacement. I don't, I don't know how you. I don't that's know how that they is. can go back and actually compare Babe Ruth to somebody and compare but they, it to today. But you it, can't really. I mean, that's well, you can with numbers about how many, how how you could win without him, and you base it with their time and their yeah, team. Yeah, that, that affects every other player. Was it having a good day? What's that got to do with you? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I'm telling you, they got a number for everything. Well, I know. I'm not it, kidding. It's, it's computerized guessing. algorithm. No, it's an algorithm. It's, and I don't agree with the way you judge people with it. I'm just saying they know. Yeah. So anyway, they look at it. Scott Rowland is the 10th best third baseman of all time. Well, see, that's what I know. I don't. I had you no. Know idea. who's number one? No. By far, Bob or Schmidt. Schmidt. Yeah. At number two is Eddie Matthews. What about Brooks Robinson? Brooks is uh, sixth or seventh. The chippers, chippers below him. Well, Brooks. Only hit like 263 for his career, and he didn't hit a lot of homers, but he was a great defensive. He was a golden glove. I know, but it it puts everything in there. War is everything. Yeah, I guess. So but, I mean, you know, if you're talking about being a third baseman, I don't think you, as a hitter, I think you would be in a third baseman. Yeah, play the hot corner. That's that's true. But With the, a great, great, great glove guy and a great arm guy. That's why Schmidt is so far. He's so far ahead of everybody else. It's yeah, not even close. Yeah, because of his bat. Yeah. Because of his bat. Well, good, yeah. I mean, good for him. And again, now do you think Andrew Jones? Oh, Andrew there, ble- yeah. belongs in, and so does uh, Dale Murphy. Dale and Murphy, Billy too. Wagner. That's amazing to me. Billy Wagner belongs in. Well, they've, they've said, you know, it's the anti-Braves uh, bias. Are they, are they Tris Speaker? Uh, are they Honus Wagner? No. <laughs> but <laughs> How many people are in the Hall of Fame that should... Uh, how many people have heard the name Scott Rowland? Baseball oh, fans. Well, a lot of baseball fans knew him. Well, anyway. I mean, and, and, and the thing with him is they, they put nine categories up. He wins yeah. five of them against Dale Murphy, five of four, which shows how wow. close. But, but the, here's yeah. the thing. He wins, and Roland wins with war, but Dale Murphy had two straight MVPs. MVPs. And what do we always hear? How do you, you, <laughs> you can't compare now with Babe Ruth. Okay, fine. You can only compare who their contemporaries. Right. But this compares contemporaries. He, Dale Murphy was the most dominant player in the National League two straight years. He right. dominated everybody. Yeah. And that was right. when Mike Sch- Schmidt was playing. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, to I me... Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think just, just just the acknowledgement of that, you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Scott Rowland never had an MVP. He never yeah. even came within the top yeah. eight or anyway, something. Anyway, I, I think it's a shame. Uh, this note in history, uh, people talk about having a bad day being raised at the wrong time in uh, history. Sultan Mohammed II, the conqueror, as he's known, <laughs> devised a simple solution in the mid-15th century for the fierce sibling quarrels that had long plagued the succession to the Ottoman throne. Yes, sir. Fratricide. <gasps> Quote, now, you, maybe you've heard the stories about um, Cleopatra, for example, when she, uh, back in those days, uh, they would kill their brothers and sisters oh. so they would be, you know, in line to the throne. I mean, this, oh, yeah. we're not making this up. I mean, that was a story of, of her, but this is a true story here. Quote, 
As, this is from uh, Sultan Mehmed. And to whomsoever of my sons the Sultanate shall pass, it is fitting that for the order of the world he shall kill his brothers, said Muhammad. He decreed <laughs> after having his own infant brother strangled. Nearly a century and a half later, the murderous policy had a particularly devastating effect on Mahmed III's brothers, all 19 of them. When he came to the throne January 27, 1595, the young men, some of them still babies, were ritually strangled with a bowstring and then buried with all beautiful solemnity in the same tomb as their recently deceased father. Why would you hang around if you're the brother? I would think so. Well, that's what happened with Cleopatra, the story of Cleopatra. Ah, I'm going you know, to Greece. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to go over this area, Rome. All right. <laughs> and she wanted to go to Rome before they killed her. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, anyway. So, yeah, supposedly she was good at one thing. Uh, one thing being rolled up in a carpet and sneaking into the old Kalabanga there for a second. Um, yeah. Let's see. Anyway, okay, now. Oh, that's, well, we need to. I'm sorry? We're, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, do you have anything left over? Uh, well, well, just one thing, but uh, don't you have a birthday or something? I got a couple, a couple quick birthdays and two musical quick that. history things, and then we're done. All right, let's do um, Bob Euchre. Yeah. Played, played 300 games in the big leagues. His ba big leagues. His batting average was 200. <laughs> Bob Euchre is 88 today. Ellen DeGeneres, who hit on my final wife, tried to make love to her, 65. Wayne Gretzky, uh, Gretzky the best <laughs> hockey player ever, maybe? Uh, at this point, yes. Uh, probably, uh, 90, I'm sorry, 62, you're Wayne Gretzky, Damn. 62. Scott Glenn, remember him from The Right Stuff and a yeah. bunch of other things. Uh, he's 83 today. Angela Davis, the commie, uh, nine, uh, 79. Uh, Vince Carter, uh, and this is what uh, Flounder Sky wrote. Vince Carter, 46, underachieving hoops superstar who retired from the Atlanta Hawks. In his defense, he might have the best dunk of all time. Underachieving. Uh, underachieving. That's uh -huh. what the Flounders guy said. Uh, Jerry Sandusky, 79 years old, Penn State, uh, a Penn State pervert who cost Joe Paterno his legacy and career. Yeah. He can get out of prison. Sandusky can get out of prison in 2042 when he'll be almost 100 years old. Uh, let's see. A quick history note. 1945, Soviet troops break down the walls in Auschwitz, Poland, freeing 7,000 living skeletons from the network of constant concentration camps. On this day in uh, 1875, George F. Green invented something that was a miracle at the time, but since then has never been improved. The ear-splitting, nerve-shattering, freaking dental drill. You know, my old <laughs> original dentist back when I was a kid growing up was from Germany, and he didn't even use We never had Novocaine to get a filling. That's, yeah, it that's was just bad. a drill in there with no Novocaine. Um, 1988, the longest-running Broadway show in history began its run on this day. The Phantom of the Opera, the Majestic Theater, based on the French novel. Uh, here's what Flounders guy wrote about this day in 1988. Quote, I blame this kind of crap for Twilight because of this show and the movie that followed laid the groundwork for taking a horror classic and repackage it, repackaging it for chicks. Lon Chaney sobs in his grave. <laughs> this man does well, not like her. They did that with Wicked, The Wizard of Oz. They did that with Wicked. And Wicked's actually fantastic. Yeah. It's right. a they, great and, show. And that's with uh, the uh, girl from uh, Supremes, wasn't it? What, uh, no. Was it a vibe? Wasn't that? Uh, no. Who started that? I. Uh, what's a little? What's that? Kristen, Crystal. What's a Shinnebeth or something? Oh, she's I thought a little it was short blonde girl. She's oh. in everything. Well, I misread it. You know the little short Shinnebeth. Yeah, yeah. Is her name? 
Uh, Kristen Chenoweth. Kristen Chenoweth, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, that's all good to take your time. Uh, 19, uh, I'm sorry, 1784. 1784. Ben Franklin wrote a letter to his daughter, and he was not happy with a new national symbol, but he, did he really mean it? Here's the truth. After the Continental Congress adopted the Declaration of Independence July 4th, 1776, it tasked Benjamin Franklin, John Adams, and Thomas Jefferson with a task of designing a seal to represent the new country. Founding fathers never suggested a turkey. Franklin proposed an image of, here's what Ben Franklin wanted for the national symbol, an image of, quote, Moses standing on the shore, extending his hand over the sea, thereby causing the same to overwhelm Pharaoh, who was sitting in an open chariot, along with the motto, rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God. That's what Ben Franklin wanted for the motto. Wow. (laughs) The Pharaoh's Moses. Holy smokes. The committee selected the scene from the book of Exodus for the reverse of the seal. So the the book of Exodus is a reverse seal of the uh, national symbol. Uh, The Continental Congress was not impressed and tabled the concept that Franklin wanted. 1782, then, this is many years, this is six years later, the Great Seal of the United States was a bald eagle as the center pay, uh, centerpiece. Uh, Franklin proposed that Turkey as a national symbol began to circulate uh, later on. In a letter, he panned the eagle and extolled the virtues of the gobbler to his daughter, Sarah. He was not delivering a critique of the Great Seal. He was issuing a critique of the new medal issued by the Society of the Cincinnati, which is an association of continental veterans. Uh, for my own part, I wish the bald eagle had not been chosen as representative. Uh, it's an eagle. Of, uh, eagle is a bird of bad moral character, does not get his living honestly because he steals food from the fishing hawk and is too lazy to fish for himself. In other words, Ben Franklin had nothing to do with the symbol of America as a turkey. He was holding something else entirely just for the record. Now, two more things and I'm done. You can stop being squiggling with yourself. Uh, we can now relive history. Uh, flounder, if you would, sir. Democrats saluting their heroes, the one couple they want back in public life more than any other to lead them today toward debauchery and sleaze comdom. <laughs> First, 1998, the President of the United States, Bill Clintax, assuring his people he's still their hero. Action. What we're looking for is where he says, I want to say this one more time, is what should be. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These okay. But the, the point, of, point of that soundbite was, first of all, he said, uh, I do not have a sexual relation with that woman. When she heard that woman, Miss Lewinsky, she went nuts. That's what changed her into saying, okay, you know, uh, he's, her, yeah. this is too much. Uh, but secondly, you notice how he said, it's like if I were to say to you, um, you accuse me of, of having sex with a girl and, and then uh, asking her to lie. And, I, and let's say I did have sex with her, and, and okay, I, I would say to you, oh, I... I I, uh, I, I never had sex with her, and I never, I never told her to lie. In other, in other words, he clearly, what he told her was, what he, he said that that way because what he told Monica was, if you still have the dress or any other evidence like the books I sent you, you have to turn them over if you still have them in your possession. In other words, you know, he, he was he was giving her a way out if she wanted to get rid of evidence and stuff. So it was just yeah. freaking sleazebag. Now, here's uh, here's number two. That was 1998. 1992, America's favorite first lady, the genteel, gracious, motherly, and also the Democrats' number one answer when asked, which first lady in history would you like to make love to? Here she is explaining exactly how she feels. 
You know, I'm not sitting here as some little woman standing by my man like Tammy Wynette. I'm sitting here because I love him and I respect him and I honor what he's been through and what we've been through together. And you know, if that's not enough for people, then heck, don't vote for him. A good friend. <laughs> but did you notice the southern, southern accent? accent yeah. <laughs> is that is that the same interview where the lights fell on him? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. yeah, God is watching. Uh, yeah. By the way, <laughs> suddenly the yeah. Chicago yeah. is a southerner. Right. Yeah. She spends four years in Arkansas. Yeah. 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 She's a Chicago. Yeah. yeah. She's one of Chicago. Chicago. Uh, talking like this, you know. <laughs> by the way, uh, Bill did admit. Yeah, I was banging Jennifer Flowers. <laughs> by the way, they dolled her up nice. She's actually cute well, she in that. Attractive. Yeah. yeah. Well, remember when she had the pity and uh, pretty in pink news conference too? Yeah. And they, uh, the Rose Law Records. I don't. I don't remember where yeah. they came. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I don't know what else to tell you. All right. All right. Basically, uh, you've got a. Uh, bad text ready for us over there. Bad there, text, we're excellent. We're almost ready for that. All right, oh. the man who took the first up-close photo of a snowflake, Wilson A. Bentley, did it in 1885. He started the concept, no two snowflakes are alike. Took over 5,000 photos of snowflakes. How did he do it? Uh, How do you take a photo of a snowflake? It lasts like landed that. Landed on the, on the lens, I guess. He put something that you could put on black on velvet that would hold the snowflake before it melted or did anything else or changed. I don't know how he did I'll it, but then he, he, he could take a By photo. By the way, when you think about it, I mean, a snowflake is really a remarkable uh, it's, achievement. And if you look at that, it, it's got geometric figures. It's, Everything's geometric. Well, again, if, if you if you have never seen, and as kids, we never did until they came out with it. If you have, have you never seen the modern version of how to show the solar system, where the planets are actually moving, yeah. you can actually Move. see it, where they're, I mean, they're not, you know, they don't just go like that. I mean, this is a whole thing, and it's all... It's all perfectly done. But what gets me is that you take, you, the closer you get to a snowflake, you see, I, the first time I saw a close-up of a snowflake, I go, what is that? Is that, that looked like a screw on a bolt that had been painted sloppily with white paint. And the guy goes, no, that's a snowflake. Snowflake, yeah. It, and it's perfect geometric forms at that I, I, level. You have to believe in, in nature, in the, in, in the universe, in the world, that there is a, there is a pattern or a... Would you hear you the latest? It? The latest, the iron ball at the center of the Earth yeah. that spins gives us this. our magnetic yeah, theory. Magnetic they field. say now has not only slowed down and stopped; it's starting to spin the other way. What the hell does that mean? Rivers are going to go upstream. <laughs> are, we, are we going backwards? God, could we go backwards in time? No, How funny would that be? But that, maybe that's why we have so many trannies now. Everyone's confused. Why well, would it stop? And then start doing the well, other way. Maybe the jet stream would change directions, and maybe the uh, a flow of the currents would all be different. The, uh, what if we slow our spinning slows? Our toilets longer days, our longer toilets nights. Flush counterclockwise. It's like Australia. <laughs> well, but if it's if it's if it's spinning, you would think <laughs> they'll spin them up. Well, but, okay. But here's the thing: if 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 this if this iron core is normally spinning all the time, is that what we're saying? Oh, yeah. believe, okay, if it's spinning all the time, but now they're saying they think it's slowing down. No, they think it's stopped. Okay, well then we would know it. Other, therefore, it has no effect. Maybe it goes for a while. The effect goes. Well, for but I'm saying like you would, if it had any effect, you'd know it because it's no longer working. I, but I don't know what it does besides the magnetic. The uh, we don't know anything we don't about know it all. Shit. I mean, I, I, we don't know if it's <laughs> going to rain tomorrow. Anything. The same people tell you they can't tell you if it's going to rain tomorrow. Tell you what's going to happen in a hundred years. We don't know anything. All right, let's but, mix okay. it up here. Here's there your, is a there's a meteor that is the size oh, yeah. of 
of, of a, 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 a panel truck. Panel it's truck. Like 20 foot, and 30 it's gonna foot. And it's going to be, it's going to pass 2,500 miles. Yeah, which is the closest. Yeah, that's that, I mean, inside our satellites. Yeah, yeah. But they're saying. So you got to wonder: did, is do you think the satellites did, will pick it up? Even if it did come into us, it would burn. Most of it would burn up in the right. atmosphere. atmosphere but still, it's, it's a huge meteor. If it hit, you know, it could cause serious damage. Can I do one, two quick liners? I mentioned before you about this, the TV show, The Milf Island. I was going to watch it with the mothers yeah. and their son show up. It's it's not. It's even creepier than I thought. Um, and when you see young guys, you know, going in to make, oh God. Okay, uh, 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 I'm watching TV with with my sister and her her friend. Yeah. Last night we're watching Ghosts. By the way, I got them hooked it's on, on Ghosts. tonight. And MTV has a thing called X on the Beach, and my sister's going, Oh God, that. that's horrible. You see your exes on the beach, and this whole show based on it. I said, Oh, I got a show for you. And they thought Milf I was I- laughing. I was making it up. Mill Five, and I go, I'm not making it up. It's a real show. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and, the, and they have the one of the one of the gimmicks is that they tell all the, there's like eight guys and eight women, and all the women's sons are there in, in the crowd, and they and they you know see who hooks up. One of the gimmicks is that they have they blindfold the women, and they have all the sons take off their shirts, and the woman is supposed to guess by feeling. Who is her son? Oh uh-uh. no! I'm, I, I mean, that's what it is. That's stuff on. like that. That's the next thing. Incest, incest is now going to be the, put out as as good. It's normal. Yeah. Mothers and sons talking about hitting on, you know, breastfeeding at an older age. I mean, Fine, but they're you know filing. Oh, oh, I like this one, and they're showing. Oh, uh, it's just creepy. Uh, uh, okay, and, and one of the TV okay. thing I mentioned before, I was talking about the interrupters, especially on Fox. Uh, Jesse Waters is getting bad. Uh, all the girls are horrible. The worst is Neil Cavuto. I'm not watching the show yeah. anymore. I hate that man. He's, I, he's a fake and a phony and a liberal a cheater. And he just every I, I can't stand him. Just for okay, okay that's over there. Um, also, I may I, I uh, let me ask you this. Uh, one more thing. I swear to God, um, I noticed this morning when I, I do you may drink. You don't drink coffee, do you? No, you don't drink coffee. I do drink you, coffee. You do coffee. Do one you put cup. anything in your coffee? No, I drink it black. No, yeah, well, then this won't work for you. <laughs> I drink. I have I have milk and sugar. I have fake sugar. I have cancer crystals. Um, I, I've, if it has cancer crystals, the uh, aspartame, I like it. That's what I drink. So I drink the cancer crystals, aspartame, and milk in my coffee. I always stir my coffee counterclockwise. I don't know why. Well, uh, you think it mixes it up more. But they say it's superstition. If you're stirring something on your oven yeah, uh, in a thing, stays you're, on supposed one side. To, you're supposed to do it clockwise or it's bad luck. Well, I, I, I do it. And then I do, I do a little thing where I go, with a spoon to make the click. And I do three, by mixing it in my coffee mug. When we were eating the cobbler this morning, breakfast cobbler, I was eating the blackberries. And I go, you know, we're not supposed to eat blackberries after September 29th. Oh, boy, and the, the, the older lady goes, I've never heard that. I've never heard that. Well, it's, it's a Catholic thing. Uh, Michael, it's Michaelmas, September 29th. What the hell is that? It's when Michael threw Lucifer down and beat Lucifer. He threw him in a uh, blackberry bush, and Lucifer didn't like the thorns, so he spit that. on the blackberry. So that's September 29th. <coughs> Wow. So that's why. Anyway. All right, here we go. We're gonna, we picked on the Polish far enough. We're, yes, we did. Let's do the Jews. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> the Jews, you know, right? You know the chosen a, ones. You know what a Jap is? <laughs> a, a Jewish American princess. That's right. <laughs> What's a Jap's idea of perfect sex? 
Watching someone else? <laughs> Simultaneous headaches. <laughs> uh, all right, I let's see it. what we're doing here. By the way, if you're not doing anything later tonight and you're listening to Shannon Burke, I'm going to be on at 6 p.m. Excellent. Oh, nice. And how do you, now, how do they get the Shannon Burke show? I have no idea. Well, I, I, it's on the internet. It's an app. Just, uh, I think you just Google Shannon yeah, Burke Shannon show Burke. and you get an app. Are you just chatting it. with them? Or is it's it man, isn't it talking radio sports? Still? Oh, gotcha. Just talking sports. All right, so we're at December 24th. December 24th, a day that... <laughs> it's the uh, two guys talking. Oh, yeah, we talk. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right uh, uh, let's see. Which one? First guy or second guy? I will be the second guy. All right. <clears throat> Want to hear my Batman impression? Sure. Oh, no. Kryptonite. <laughs> That's Superman. Thanks, man. I've been practicing. <laughs> oh, that's super, man. Uh, oh, God. Oh, geez, oh no. God. Okay, let's do oh, the... Don't leave him with that <laughs> I one. didn't even understand oh. it. Oh. All right, let's do the next one. It's I'm going to go guys. back to the Friday, the rainy day theater, if you're not careful. <laughs> two guys here. First or second? All right, I'll be the first guy. Why did you choose our company? Because you are recruiting. What can you bring to the company? A new employee. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's do one weak. more. Let's do one more. Uh, the, okay, it's a guy <laughs> checking in. Yeah, he's at a hotel. He's, he's got a man bun in. And he's a, there's a young lady behind the counter. All right. So are you the man or the woman? I'll be the woman. All right. All right. Hi, I've forgotten what room I'm in. No problem, sir. This is called the lobby. <laughs> do, you, do you want your porn disabled? I'm on regular porn, you freak. Bastard. Oh, nice Christmas tree. Are you going to put it up yourself? No. I'm in the living room, you dumb shit. <laughs> you pervert. Idiot. Oh, boys. Any uh, weekend plans? Uh, of course, Sunday's the last playoff games, right? Isn't That's it right. Sunday? No Saturday games. It's Sunday, isn't it? Actually, real quick. There's two games left, right? Yeah. So there's this whole DeMar Hamlin conspiracy theory yeah, going around. That? No, what the hell is he going on? He hasn't no. shown his face. He's always covered. Every time they show him, he's covered. I think he's either got Bell's palsy, because sometimes you get it, you get that paralysis yeah. thing. Something's up, because everyone's now saying he's dead. Yeah, that's again. So the, Josh Allen had the to Buffalo come out. Bill guy that yeah, had the yeah. heart attack. And Josh Allen came out and said, hey, that's our buddy. That's our brother. He was in the locker room. Everybody's got to knock that shit off. Come on, quit doing that. But, but the, I think something's wrong. Because his skin is, there's one picture where his skin looks a lot lighter. Huh. Well, well who knows that? I, yeah, I, I'm not sure, but someone had noticed that because it was when he was at the Bills game and he had the red hoodie on They've, and you yeah, couldn't see he, his face. He even took a thing to try and disprove this. He took a photo of standing in front of something. You can't see his face. Hmm. Why would you I do that? that? I wonder what that's about. I know. Well, I think maybe he's got some kind of palsy or something from the jab. I don't know. Uh, wow. Brutal. Um, and, um, and two more. And, uh, and by the way, all four quarterbacks are all like 24 years old or so. <laughs> None <laughs> of them were highly yeah. recruited. Yeah, that's right. Recruited. Like Mahomes was like a three star or something like that. Yeah. I mean, really. Josh, I remember them talk about Josh Allen. Oh, he's, you know, he's well, a he's good quarterback, not, he's but he's not, not going to be. He's not there. <laughs> well, that's yeah, true. Awesome. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, and the guy Purdy from San Francisco, Purdy? whatever his name he, is. He was the last guy chosen. Yeah. Who's the, the other significant. one? Okay, you got Mahomes against Burrow. Joe Burrow. Burrow yeah. had to transfer from Ohio State to LSU just to play. Yeah. And then the San and Francisco. Then he won a national guy. championship. It's Purdy. And who, who are we missing? Eagles. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Had 20, to leave Alabama to go to Oklahoma. And yeah. everyone says he'll never be a, yeah. a pro. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, pretty cool. And I'm they're saying Stetson here. might be uh, drafted third. Mel Kuyper thinks he'll be in the third Third round. overall? No, third round. Third, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Yeah. Well, I, I'll, bet, I'll bet somebody will take him. I mean, they got nothing to lose. If he doesn't make it out of training camp, he won't make it out of training camp. So what? I mean, what, well, I, you're I, not going to spend a third rounder on a guy who's not get, making it out of. Well, I, no, but I, if, I were a, if I were a, you know, a general manager of an NFL team, I would definitely take a look at Stetson Bennett just uh, because of the fact of what he's been able to do, at, at, especially at I that know, size. He's a winner. He's a, yeah, and he can do it. So I, I mean, it's worth, winner, it's worth bringing him in. I mean, you're not going to, if he doesn't make it out of training camp, then what's the problem? I mean, unless you thought you gave up a greater pick, but uh, by the third or fourth round, I mean, what are the chances of that? You know, they're all iffy after the second. Just hope the Falcons don't yeah. pick you. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, Flounder, <laughs> any uh, special events coming up or anything? Weekend? Nope. Uh, probably go see the niece and nephew tomorrow and hang out with my dad. There you go. Excellent. All right, boys. Uh, have a great uh, weekend. If you know of yeah, any good, good houses good. out there, hit me yeah, up. Yeah, me too, for that matter. I'm about, I've got, I'm always looking to, I'm, I'm paying way too much money for my place for the last 10 years. If I could find a little cottage house someplace, I man, know. I would jump. Anyway. Well, somebody said that we should, I forget who said that you and I should uh, get a place together. Yeah, yeah. But, but he says there's probably enough, uh, not enough room with all your underwear. <laughs> I'll get rid of it. <laughs> anyway, hoorah. God bless America. I gotta go. You're killing me. Boys, always a pleasure. Herp, herp, look out and herp. Thank you. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.